deep in London's beating heart lies a wall. A lock don't be if you know the call. For if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see. Cause the wizard world is opened up as has the griffin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Shrieking Shack. This is a Harry Potter reread podcast for lapsed fans. I am your host, ZC. And I'm Liz. And Liz, ever since last week, uh, I have been obsessively rotating in my mind, considering, thinking about Maximum Ride. Yeah, absolutely. I always am. So that's not new to me. No, no, no. The, you, you have been holding on to the Maximum Ride uh, 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 treasure. You've, you've been playing it close to the chest. I have. I have. <laughs> Never heard of this, and now I can't get enough. I, I think about it a lot, and I've been waiting, <laughs> laying in wait for my perfect moment. Um, and I don't think it even was a very perfect moment. I just couldn't hold on to it any longer. It just some, <laughs> burst forth. Some, sometimes, sometimes you just got to got to spill the beans, no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. I've been specifically, I've been like looking up uh, maximum ride memes. <laughs> like like stuff people on like Tumblr and LiveJournal have been posting. I love looking at like like whenever you see like a a story that you have zero familiarity with or like a TV show or something that you've never seen and you like s- see what like the jokes are. Oh, and it's just nonsense. It's just yeah. complete nonsense to you that I I have been having a great time trying to like reverse engineer what ma- what happens in Maximum Ride just by googling like Maximum Ride memes. Um, the right. main th- the main thing that I seem to have put together is that they are uh, frozen in time in wow. a way that I find really delightful. Wow! There's like Maximum Ride drawings and and and, and pictures and stuff that are like. The the kind of when when everybody was like using how to draw the how to draw manga books and oh yeah I had some notebooks filled with uh, this yeah. this style of drawing yeah me too me too I, I I I did many many drawings like this but it's like that like really really uh, uh, strikingly two thousands uh, American anime look um, tons of stuff like this tons of stuff like this yeah I think like. Uh, aspiring to uh snape snogger 2006 yes. art yes yes like like uh all of the like chibi e- e- emotion signifiers right um mm-hmm. but but drawn in pen in a notebook and then scanned into the computer and then all the text got added in that way right like beautiful like, I just haven't seen stuff like this in a long time uh and uh it's it's great i'm i'm having a great time um but also uh you did this to me you have you've unleashed something um yeah yeah it's um it's really something (laughs) there's a manga there's there's like no there's a lot of people who want there to be a tv series um um and and i agree with them godspeed to them i would i would absolutely watch this yeah and there is a film i don't <laughs> don't believe it was very well received there's a movie maximum uh movie. something like that maximum ride film oh my god i just, there's see, a trailer I oh reveals. my god american science fiction film based on the novel of the same name it adapts it's <laughs> Okay, no, I, I, 
I I do okay. I did vaguely. Th- this must have washed over me, and I just forgot because I do. I you did tell me this piece of lore this this weekend, yeah, which was uh-huh. the, uh, YouTube personality Jenna Marbles served as executive producers of the film. YouTube personality Jenna Marbles executive producer of Maximum, Maximum Ride. Ride. Based on the books Maximum Ride, based on the adult airport paperback novels by James Patterson, (laughs) When the Wind Blows and The Lake House. house. I remember seeing, The Lake House is so funny, I remember seeing, like, that every time I went to Barnes & Noble, you know, and just assuming it was, like, a serious mystery or something. Well, it is. Well, okay, fair, yes. (laughs) But not, not, I didn't think it was one involving, like, angels and mutants and, like, X-Men stuff happening. The tone, the tone is absolutely a James Patterson novel, if that, if that helps. That's kind of awesome, honestly. Like, like, yeah, ni- 90s crime drama, but starring X-Men characters. That's kind of cool. I'm into yeah. that. I-, I think that, I mean, it has been many years. I think that I read When the Wind Blows and the Lake House probably when I was, you know, 14 or something mm-hmm. like that. My remembering of it is it was very much like it just there was a science experiment on some kids and they got angel wings. <laughs> But it's it was sort so of just good. a. But it was just sort of a thriller about the the main veterinarian character, and I think it just, I don't know, it was very um, formulaic, just like every other James Patterson novel. It just had some <laughs> like science fiction elements. Yeah, that's very so cool. Crazy. That's so crazy. I mean, good good for the fandom. I'm so happy for them. I'm I, like Godspeed to them for sticking with something this long. Uh that isn't one of like the big three things people like these days, you know, like it's not Harry Potter. It's not star Wars. It's not Marvel or whatever. Right. I mean, it's like like divergent, but even more niche somehow. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, do you remember jumper? The, the like action, I think it was based on books, like action movie that, um, Hayden Christensen was in. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do. That was another one. I remember just being like, like sort of that, that like wave after, after Harry Potter finished where it was like, we're all looking for something. We're, we're looking for the next one of these. Right. Like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, fuck. Yeah. No, uh, 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 lots of, lots of good, good fandom content out there for the maximum ride folks. Haven't, haven't taken the plunge into any subreddits yet. Um, but oh I'm, my god, yeah! I can't imagine that being anything but delightful. Um, Absolutely, uh, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, this is not a Maximum Ride podcast. Not uh, yet. Not not yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. Let's not say stuff we can't take back. It could very well become one eventually. But uh, it's like improv. You, you don't say no ever. <laughs> Yeah, yes and I'm yes <laughs> maximum ride yes anding with <laughs> <laughs> um but uh I've got a little bit of news for you. Hoo-hoo-hoo. Uh lots of people sent this one in. Thank you to everyone who made uh, us aware. Dobby's grave may be <laughs> moved um from its uh, beach in Wales because locals are complaining about it getting a little stinky. Uh, and it's messy. getting a little rowdy at Dobby's grave. <laughs> the the Dobby's grave rave uh, has has woken up 
uh, residence too many times. No, 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 no. Um, this is from the North Wales uh, uh, Daily Post. Uh, <laughs> uh, readers have had their say after news that a shrine to popular Harry Potter Dobby, uh, character Dobby could be removed from a Welsh beach. An unofficial gravestone to the former Malfoy Manor slave, hey, they're calling it like it is, good for them, uh, <laughs> can be found on Freshwater, West Beach, Pembrokeshire, uh, and it has been visited by Harry Potter fans from all over the world. But National Trust Wales has commissioned a survey to ask the public whether the grave should be removed or remain on the picturesque beach the charity owns most of, as they believe it is, quote, not sustainable in the long term. In response to the news, writing on the North Wales Live website said uh, it was needed to be kept and looked after as anything that brings in tourists is good for Wales and good for business. Uh, D.D. Jones took a different view and commented, knock the mess away. <laughs> wow the unofficial gravestone proved to be very popular among many on facebook uh keep it there it's not hurting anyone if anything it should be protected uh so one one commenter wrote leave it there r.i.p dobby mm-hmm. <laughs> people take life too seriously sometimes one other commenter noted what harm is this doing nothing in all caps just leave it be however a minority of readers were in favor of the proposals it's not like it's a real grave. Get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then if you scroll down to the comments in this article, the comments are, get rid of the rubbish. That one's me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm... I would not insult Dobby like that. <laughs> I, yeah, no. Dobby's grave is sacred. Uh, we, yeah. The poor guy. He had a tough break. Leave his. This is away. insult to injury. <laughs> Maybe I think I think even the um, the people who want it to stay there though have agreed to. It, it seems like there's like kind of a debate going on about like what you're allowed to leave at it, and everyone's agreed stop leaving socks there because they get wet and stinky. Because it's yeah, a beach. stop leaving garbage. Yeah, stop leaving garbage at a fake grave. At a fake grave for not real. Uh, for an real. elf. <laughs> for a not real elf. Oh, well, I mean, you know, it's, this is, Harry Potter is part of pop culture, and um, the amount of Harry Potter things fans have access to seems to be dwindling, you know, Mm -hmm. because on our our second piece of news here, um, maybe David Yates is done with with making these movies? Oh, yeah? Uh, Yeah, he is... (sighs) So it's it's difficult to tell. He he has not announced anything like specific about moving on from them, but he has uh, 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 announced a new movie called Pain Hustlers, starring Emily Blunt, and it's the first thing he's directed that isn't Harry Potter. Uh, basically, since he started making them like midway through the series. What did he make before Harry Potter? Not much, if I remember right. Um, oh, and I'm also wrong. There is one. So in between Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts, he did make a Tarzan movie, I, I learned. Okay. Um, which I I watched the trailer for it, and it is the fakest looking movie I've ever seen. It has uh, Alexander Skarsgård. It's got Samuel L. Jackson, Margot Robbie, John Hurt. It's just like... The, it it doesn't look real. It's it's it, it seems like a joke from Thirty Rock or something. Yeah. Um, uh, but no. Um, he directed. Uh, 
he he did a TV series called State of Play. Um, he made a movie called oh, a made for television movie called The Girl in the Cafe. Uh, and that's it. It looks like. Damn, where'd they find this guy? Oh no, he did one called uh the Tish Tichborn Claimant, the Tichborn Claimant. A drama, mm-hmm. drama film directed by David Yates, starring Robert Pugh, Stephen Fry. Uh, okay, a classic case of identity theft in 1854. Okay, that could be fun, I guess. Um, sure. But yeah, no, basically nothing. He was the he was pretty fresh for Harry Potter. Huh. So yeah, moving. He's moving off of that. Uh, he's producing the film too. Um, so that's gonna take a lot of time and effort and it kind of seems like maybe this is a subtle way of you know letting everyone down easy perhaps perhaps there was a um atlantic article like what today or the day before being like let let fantastic beasts die i think was the headline (laughs) there there have been like multiple ones of those let me see uh fantastic beasts i think that's like the latest big one uh fantastic beast never understood harry potter fans uh not so secretly a dud oh that is actually the you're right that is the subhead for that oh no it's the header oh okay this is just a case of uh google news not giving me the juicy stuff yeah Okay, because the the Fantastic Beasts Never Understood Harry Potter fans article, if I click through, the headline is, Let the Fantastic Beasts Movies Die. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Google's yeah. ruined, but. <laughs> That's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why would they, why would they withhold that from me? Um, I know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't think I've seen a single positive piece of buzz about that movie. Um even though like it so it just crossed like 375 million or something which is like it is profitable now um but i feel like it's reached like this weird critical mass of like this movie could have made a billion dollars and i think the narrative still would have been like this is a disappointment no one no one likes it kind of thing you know right right it seems like it seems like that ball has just you know gotten big enough that there's no stopping that momentum. I, I don't know. It's very interesting to see just how universal the like shrug is uh, in regards to that movie. Um, mm-hmm. When we're going to have to see it at some point, it's apparently floating around on torrents now. So it's probably not long until they put it up for real on, uh, yeah. uh, on HBO. We wouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, can I, can I admit something? Uh, perhaps. I, I have not torrented anything in a while. I don't remember how to do it so good. Yeah, things have changed. <laughs> I might need some some theoretical help I'm if I were old. doing that. I'm old. I don't steal stuff as much as I used to. Uh, yeah. I miss Mediafire. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. We'll. We will. We will. We will do our solemn duty and watch that movie soon. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I saw several people were like, oh, it's out there on torrents now if you know where to look. And I'm like, I don't actually anymore. Like, I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen some like 
some tutorials of how you do it now and i was like i just don't know if it's just all made up i have no way of evaluating we've come a long way from the days of utorrent and all those those fun yeah those, fun those were kind of my day yeah uh this is like the second week in a row last week i was like how did schools deal with people having computers in their pockets and now <laughs> This is terrible. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. We got a bunch of uh, uh, helpful comments um, from uh, uh, users on the Patreon and on Twitter. Uh, blood typing in school is apparently fairly common in Europe. Um, oh. A bunch, of, a bunch of our European listeners were like, yeah, I'm in like Sweden or Finland or and, and so on. And like we, we do it. So uh that sounds awesome i'm jealous we never yeah, got to do cool any, yeah we never got to do anything that cool uh in my in my school um uh not not in america we uh i had a i had a science teacher who didn't believe in evolution and would tell us that oh yeah every, i had a few every, of those <laughs> every biology lesson so that was cool that is uh. cool I'm on the like Goodreads for When the Wind Blows, the adult novel that Maxim <laughs> Wright is based on. And and one of the one of the things, two stars. I love Max and her story, but something doesn't ring right in this adult spin-off of the series. Uh rung. It is a YA spin-off of the adult <laughs> series. Not the other way around. Uh, I wonder, I wonder there's gotta be like a rivalry between like do people in the fandom, do they accept the original novel as, like, part of it? Do they say, no, skip right to the YA version? I wonder I wonder what the what the scene is like there. Right. I, I wonder what it's like to go at it the other direction, right? Yeah. If you, if you are a Maximum Ride fan, and you're like, this James Patterson guy's got it figured out, I'm going to read his other stuff. Wowie. And then and then you like <laughs> wow and like look look at everything else and go, oh, this is all really boring. <laughs> what do you mean boring? They're thrillers. <laughs> it's right it's right there in the genre name. You can read uh, along Cam a spider and then watch the uh the the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that that would be I, I just love the idea of someone like getting way in the maximum ride and then like going to like the store and like looking at the dvds and seeing like uh the pelican brief or something or is that that's not james patterson is it that's i'm getting it's all it's all the same shit it's all right? the same shit and and like going like oh cool I, I this must be part of the same series and like popping that in and like waiting for the whole movie <laughs> going like when are the mutants gonna show up where are the angels where are the angel kids let me let me read the summary of when the wind blows yeah. which is number one in this series franny o'neill is a caring young veterinarian living in the colorado rockies trying to erase the memory of her beloved husband's mysterious murder it is not long before another neighbor suddenly dies and fbi agent kit harrison arrives at franny's doorstep oh kit the guy is who played john snow yeah <laughs> kit is hell-bent on solving the heinous case despite resounding protests from the fbi and the thrashing of his own internal demons blah 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 diabolical details kids with wings um <laughs> so that is not that's not a ya series i think there's no. even a sex scene in it Ooh. see that see oh my god that must be I'm I'm entering my Mayan palace. This is the thing that must um uh divide the fan base, right? It's mm -hmm. gonna be like people who ship the characters in that sex scene being like proof. It's in it's in the original book. 
and the people who don't ship that pairing going, no, no, that book isn't real. I don't even think the adult characters are in the YA novel because it's like the veterinarian and the FBI agent. Oh, it's like I think it's just a spinoff about the about the, the results kids. of the experiment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's so wild. Anyway, sorry. You know, a book <laughs> doesn't have a sex scene in it. It's <laughs> Stephanie Meyer's Twilight. <laughs> that is. That How's is, that? That is so true. Amazing transition. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, who, who, who among us, who, who of us should read their chapter first this week? I think we are relatively aligned um, mm-hmm. in our timeline here. So um, how about you go first and then we'll check in with Edward. Okay. Let's see. I read chapter seven, Nightmare. Um, and... Here is what's going on in Forks, Washington. Bella is still processing the story that Jacob told her when she gets back from her beach trip. She tells Charlie that she has a lot of homework left to do and holds up in her room listening to a mysterious new metal album that I will explain after this summary. After listening to the cool riffs and blast beats and singing along, she eventually falls asleep. She has a dream where Jacob and Edward compete over her, ending with Jacob lunging at Edward in wolf form. She wakes up and decides to research vampires on Google. After like four pages of encyclopedia entries about different vampire mythologies, she gets tired of scrolling and decides to go for a walk to clear her head. She weighs her options, stay away from Edward, like Dream Jacob and Edward himself has suggested, or double down. She decides that she's in too deep already, she wants to get closer to Edward. Unfortunately, he isn't at school the next day, or the day after that. Feeling miserable and unable to think about anything besides Edward, Bella agrees to go dress shopping with Angela and Jessica after school to try and take her mind off things. Huh. Not what I was expecting. No, kind of a weird chapter this week. It, 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 it feels very much in line with the sort of um, languid tone that I was like praising in the first half of last week's chapter discussion, right? Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, the setting is still there. Um, when she goes, when she goes for a walk, we get a, a, a lot of very lush uh, scene setting once again, which is very nice. It seems like when Bella gets in her own head a little bit, she starts like noticing the world around her a lot more. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's like <laughs> that makes the lack of description for the first few chapters good, but it at least feels like maybe there's something to grab onto in terms of like what she's noticing as a character right like it's it's something um mostly this chapter is is funny because it is similar to last chapter it has to find a way to not be an exposition dump chapter and fails miserably at it Um, darn (laughs) um but most importantly bella listens to a cd for a while and uh, this is very important Twilight lore here. Yeah, um, we we have we've talked about it a little bit before, but uh, of course, like just because of the way this book is written, we've sort of joked about before how uh, nondescript every every <laughs> every music uh, scene is. Uh-huh. Um, she uh, let me let me put, read a, a section here. Once in my room, I locked the door. I dug through my desk until I found my old headphones, and I plugged them into my little CD player. I picked up a CD that Phil had given to me for Christmas. It was one of his favorite bands, but they used a little too much bass and shrieking for my tastes. I popped it into place and lay down on my bed. 
I put on the headphones, hit play, and turned up the volume until it hurt my ears. Don't do that, by the way, Bella. That's bad. Um, I closed my eyes, but the light still intruded, so I added a pillow over the top half of my face. I concentrated very carefully on the music, trying to understand the lyrics to unravel the complicated drum patterns. By the third time I'd listened <laughs> through the CD, I knew all the words and choruses. I was surprised to find that I really did like the band after all, once I got past all the blaring noise. Bella is just like me, um, in that I don't have a music critic brain, so my <laughs> enjoyment of music is basically like whether I recognize it or not. <laughs> so it's like if I were to go into a room and put a pillow over my head and like listen to the same album three times, I probably would like it, no matter how bad it is. So I, I, I feel a kinship with her here. Yeah, I, 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 I read this and I was like, oh... Someone has to have figured out what this is. And then I remembered that in our FAQ, we had actually discovered this. Um, uh, this is from uh, uh, Stephanie Meyer's website. Uh, what CD is Bella listening to in Chapter 7? I took this information out because I wasn't sure how long it was going to take to get Twilight published. If it took 10 years, would the band still be cool or would it be embarrassing? Lucky for me, it didn't take that long and the band is still quite cool. In my eyes, at least. Bella is listening to Linkin Park, as I am at this very moment. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh, as you have uh, noted before, uh, Stephanie Meyer, very, very uh, uh, close to the surface, as it were, in this, in this book. I, I cannot think of a least, least characterful choice yeah. than this. It's very funny. Like... Bella, I, I do love the idea. Like, so noir Bella has been really fun. Um, but I like that the holes are kind of starting to get poked in that persona, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like she is clearly not as uh, uh, emotionally detached as she was putting forward in the early chapters, right? Uh -huh. um, and that's fun. Uh, that that that's you know some some cracks in the armor are appearing. Um, and I love the idea of her doing, like, the flouncy teenager, like, I have homework to do, and, like, locking herself in her room and listening to a CD and, and, and getting getting grumpy, right? Like, the, the gr great image here. Yeah. Um, but I, I, as much as I like how playing against type that is for her, um, I, I will agree that, like, it, sh it should have been something other than Linkin Park. There's no shade against Linkin Park, but, like, her, Bella's whole thing in this, in this book so far has been, like, being very, um, selective and superior about her taste with everyone else, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that she should be listening to something older, I think, if that makes sense. You, you suggested something that I thought was good. Oh, yeah, she definitely should be a Nirvana fan. Yeah. It, it like, works way too well, right? Uh -huh. Like, it's, like, dated, but not really. Like, it's still pretty popular. Yeah. Also, the Pacific Northwest thing. Mm-hmm. It would have been perfect. Also, it, they should have gotten Nirvana for the movie. It would have been great. Yeah. Well, it, it really fits for her character, right? And that it's like, it's something that is just as angsty, but has sort of like, uh, similar to like the classics that Bella is always reading, right? Like has sort of like, quote unquote, stood the test of time, right? Like even mm -hmm. at the point that this, that this book came out, um, right. it would have been 10, you know, 10, 15 years old at that point. Um, uh, 
uh or i feel like it would have been really funny if she was just like listening to classical music right like there's a yes like 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 her her sense of um remove from like caring about pop culture like and and like what other girls are into right feels so uh important to her character um mm-hmm. i i i think that linkin park is like a, 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 a like it's a funny choice but it's sort of a miss of a choice for me i think like bella's just not a top 40 kind of gal yeah yeah i mean i guess uh, just 2004 or 2003 when this book would have been set like i i get no that that i think it's 2005 i could yeah. be wrong that's when it was published but like yeah no you're right I think she has said that it was 2005, like, later, but I don't mm-hmm. know for sure. Yeah. Um, I I like that she still thinks Linkin Park is cool. Yeah, No, no shade, but... Uh, right. I, <laughs> I don't know about that. If anything, it's more, um, like, in its datedness, it is charming yes. in retrospect, whereas she was worried that it wouldn't be cool anymore later, which yeah. is very funny. Wor- worrying about dating your novel is, is very funny because like, I, I understand that impulse. Um, but the things that got cut from this were all of the pop culture references, which I th- would argue are so important to a teen novel, right? Like, cause that's what, kids in school are consuming right like that that's Uh what they are more or less revolving their entire lives around there's no escaping pop culture for anyone going to an american high school right and like bella's interaction with it so far has been to um reject it and uh so i feel like there's there's uh uh, you know fun options for her to play, play with there but also like the things that that but just just removing that doesn't not date the novel. Like Bella then uh uh goes and uses dial up on her computer, right? Like it's it th- there's plenty more to date this novel than just like a named album, you know. She she do be listening to a CD in a CD player. In a CD play. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I like honestly it is charming to read Stephanie Meyer go like, oh, I just didn't want to, you know, it was embarrassing. I didn't want to put my favorite band in just in case it wasn't cool anymore. And like, that's sweet. It's funny. But like, just just put the band in. Right. Like, I'm sad that we don't find out what um, Bella is thinking about as she's mm -hmm. listening to it. Other than like thinking about the music itself. Right. Because because, you know, that Stephanie Meyer listens to Linkin Park and thinks about Twilight, right? Like you know, like <laughs> right, like thinks yeah. about Edward and Bella. So I want to know what Bella's thinking about when she listens to the same CD. Yeah, I mean, she she is the, like her her listening to the CD goes on for a few pages, uh, or at least yeah, it's like a couple pages, and then she eventually drifts to sleep and has a dream. Uh, is she which ever I guess- like? Is she ever like this? This song is just like what's going on with me and Edward. No, she she Damn she, it. she she only alludes to like oh I'm trying to decipher the lyrics right, and I know all the words now. 
Oh, um, she should grab the CD case and <laughs> pull out the little booklet oh, that the comes liner with it and, and, read, yeah. and read the lyrics. I guess I don't <laughs> know that Hybrid Theory had that, but I have to assume it did. That was always so fun when you bought a CD and the, like that that pamphlet was thick and you got like all oh, to read yeah. all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or when you, it was like folded and you got to unfold it into a poster. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, well, I'm never going to put this up because otherwise I won't know what the CD is. <laughs> <laughs> But thank what if you I need putting... to consult the lyrics <laughs> as well? To... <laughs> um, no, she falls asleep instead and has like a dream, which now I'm realizing the dream must have been set to the Linkin Park song. Absolutely. Um, which is pretty cool. Uh, but but she uh, fell, falls asleep and has this dream where like Jacob, uh, to, to, we're literally like two paths to Virgin Wood. Um, and she, wow. has, she has to choose which what could which, it mean which boy to follow um yeah yeah very 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 even for twilight um on the nose dream sequence here but you know what it's it's the kind of like cheesy fun i, I i'm into for that kind of thing i think do you ever have dreams and um wake up from them and think to yourself like wow wonder what i'm worried about Yes. Like so um, like you have the most on the nose dream of all time. <laughs> I, I've definitely <laughs> like, had those. Yeah. The, the worst kind of dreams. I don't know if you've ever had these dreams. I hate the dreams that are like very, very realistic. Uh-huh. Um, but like one thing is like wrong or fucked up in them. And mm. then it takes me like a full five minutes after waking up to realize like, oh, I don't need to worry about that fucked up thing that happened. <laughs> like that, that was the dream. That was fine. I'm fine. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's just horrible. It, it's just so mundane that it's like, oh, this is very believable or the, or like th- this happened to me with like, um, uh, <laughs> I had a dream where, uh, uh, someone like, rear-ended my car while it was parked or something Mm -hmm. and i didn't have the money to like fix it and that was like the only uh, like uh, everything else in the dream was just like i got up i did work uh i i uh, and then like i woke up and i was like fuck my car how how am i gonna pay for that and then i was like oh right i'm good (laughs) yeah yeah but just like that, oh, that that's the kind of adult dream that happens that, that just fucking sucks. Right. Um, and then it's a set to Lincoln Park the whole time for some <laughs> now, reason. If it, set, if it was set to Lincoln Park, we might be yeah, if it, like the <laughs> if the if the crash was like, you know, kind of like timed to the music, that'd be right. pretty sick, actually. Right. Um <laughs> Here's the million dollar question. Were you a Lincoln Park fan? No, that's the thing. I I'm I am like when I say, oh, Bella should have been very superior and 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 uh, selective about her taste. I'm really talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I uh, I I find Bella so relatable. Uh, Maybe and this is this is entirely an on me thing. This isn't like a real criticism, but like I find Bella so relatable in this book, um, just in the way she thinks about stuff. To the way that I processed things in my head when I was a teenager, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, that her listening to Lincoln Park, I'm like, no, you wouldn't do that. You would, you would be listening to like, uh, the Lord of the Rings soundtrack and going like, mm, I'm enjoying these light motifs so much. I'm so much smarter than everyone who listens oh, to Lincoln Park. And, and right? I think she should be listening to Nirvana. I'm sensing a uh, some kind of. <laughs> some kind of pattern this is stephanie meyer's genius right here (laughs) yeah this is a character that we can all all see ourselves in if we're like jaded uh uh, 
<laughs> people around her age, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's kind of kind of brilliant. I mean, that has yeah. to be at least. Uh, a big part of the mass appeal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like this is this is the thing that makes Twilight, or or that makes Twilight being so popular with adult women at the time of its release make so much sense to me. Like it, like it's just not even a question. It's like, yeah, this is the ultimate like, like fantasy for people who were in their own head a lot in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is just a character who is doing that, but also gets to live out a cool fantasy about falling in love with a vampire, right? Like it it's It's got uh, everything. Yeah. Um but no, totally. Like 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 Nirvana is a good call. It's just like the the idea that that Bella um Bella is someone who is who doesn't like new stuff right she likes old stuff but also is a teenager and really only has access to like uh her parents cool stuff you know what i mean like yeah like like that's as far back as she can go because you know uh she can't this is like pre high speed internet so she can't like torrent a bunch of new stuff she can't uh uh open her her taste up or 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 whatever um yeah, I, like yeah, I I just feel like that that's that's a very relatable thing, I guess, for her to be to be into. Right, or, or... she's she's listening to comfortably numb and going, "Wow, this is just like Edward not being at school." <laughs> right. Yes. Oh my God. If Charlie had Pink Floyd CDs lying around, right? Right. That would be perfect. Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. Like that. That would be the <laughs> kind of thing that I could see her get. Like, like instead, like, like that. That sort of weird maze you find yourself in, or the people our age found ourselves in, right? Where it's like I reject the mainstream culture because I, you know, for whatever reason. But what what do I turn to instead? Uh, well, what, what my parents like mostly. What <laughs> CDs do my parents have? <laughs> That was 100% my experience as a teen, right? Yeah, it was like, oh, I'm yeah. going to get I'm going to get way into uh, uh Radiohead and Afro-Celt sound system and classical music cuz that's what my parents like, right? Yeah. Like, uh yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh it, it's 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 funny. It's funny to think about this being I mean, so it's similar to the car stuff, right? Where it's like there there's there's two sides to Bella being so clearly just um uh Stephanie Meyer as a character, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. it, it enables such incredible first person uh uh introspective writing. It's like like, like a very well realized character. Um uh ha- but it does there are, there are moments where it becomes so clearly drawing from her own experience and and narrowly just her experience um that it's like the cars she thinks are cool are in the novel for no real reason <laughs> and the music is the music that she's listening to right now because <laughs> she likes it right and like not thinking about the character it's, it it kind of cuts both ways right like uh it it's funny how selective it is it's funny that yeah. the cars are named but the music can't be mm-hmm. like a faith that the cars will stay cool yeah right yeah like the 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 vol the shiny Volvo will always be cool. The the the, the truck. I mean, like the the truck is another great. I mean, the truck is a good example, right? Of like Bella, Bella really liking this old Ford truck that she has mm-hmm. is pretty great because it's like 
she likes it because it's old and not like the cars everyone else in the town is driving, right, at the high school. Yeah. Um, but it's also still a Ford truck, right? Like, it's not <laughs> obscure. It's not a, you know, um, it's just that she is reaching further back um, uh, uh, than, than most people her age might. Um, I don't know. It's the Pink Floyd of trucks. It's the Pink Floyd of trucks. Exactly. <laughs> um, so... After she uh, uh, wakes from this dream, is like, fuck, I should really, really think about this uh, vampire thing Jacob told me. Uh, <laughs> she, she decides to go online. Um, and this is very, very gripping stuff. She fires up her computer, and because it's dial-up, it takes forever for her to just Google vampire. Yep. And she like scrolls around different uh, 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 websites, and there's a, a, a fun, a fun list of uh, uh, um, uh, uh, different vampire sites she goes to and sees. Uh, the results came up. There was a lot to sift through. Everything from movies and TV shows to role playing games, underground metal, and gothic cosmetic companies. Sounds cool. Yeah, sounds fucking awesome. She should have clicked some of those, but instead she clicks on a website called Vampires A to Z. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> this website um, lists a bunch of different, uh, uh, like, cultures, vampire myths. Uh -huh. And uh, she reads through at least three pages worth of them for our benefit. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I'm so uh, sorry. We we learn we learn all about the Danag or the D Danang. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Um, the uh, the Estri, the Upia, uh, the Nilopsky, uh, the Veracalasi, and the Stregoni Benefici, which is the Italian one. Um, uh, the Italian vampire said to be on the side of goodness, an immortal enemy of all evil vampires. It was a relief that one small entry, the one myth among hundreds that claimed the existence of good vampires. Did she read about Dracula? She did not read about Dracula. Dracula is a conspicuous missing uh, cultural reference. For someone who reads classics all day, you would think, right? That, that Bella might have leapt to Dracula first. Mm -hmm. That does seem like an odd omission. Like, like you know, she's reading all these these Jane Austen novels and stuff. Surely a, a Bram Stoker novel would have wormed its way into her reading list. Like, that's a little odd, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, she doesn't find what she wants, and... Uh, uh, she is, she especially gets confused because she's like, well, vampires can't come out during the day in pretty much all of these myths. So, you know, I've seen I've seen Edward outside. So so what's the deal? And she gets so frustrated that she uh just turns just unplugs the computer. Oh no! Which you can't do, Bella. You can't do that. You can't do that. That's uh, and she even says like, I was so mad I didn't want to properly shut it down, which is really good. <laughs> you have to wait until it says you can shut it down. I've got a. I'm worried about uh, Bella's computer. Honestly, um, it does say uh, that when she 
Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, eventually, I made it to my favorite search engine. So it doesn't even say like Google or Yahoo <laughs> or anything. My favorite search. My engine. favorite search engine. AOL. Um, I shot down a few more pop-ups and then typed in one more word. Shot them down. Yeah. Uh, oh. Another, another sigh. I turned to my computer. Naturally, the screen was covered in pop-up ads. <laughs> Bella, that's not natural. <laughs> what it was like especially for going and looking on vampires a to z <laughs> well, well no that was before she even made it to the search oh, engine okay damn Bella, it bella's oh. like turning on her pc and getting pop-up ads bella you've got a deal you've got you might have a virus that's not good there was like a neopets flash game and the whole game was clicking out of fake pop-up ads oh yeah i remember that one it was good that was funny there was, like, yeah. there was some cute fake ads in there. Yeah. Yeah, they were all fake like Neopets in universe ads and you and they like you know, got faster and faster and you had to like X out of them and I think you were in like a spaceship or something. Yeah. God, speaking of stuff that dates the story, pop-ups are are like just not a thing anymore. Yeah, like, I can't mention can't mention Lincoln Park, but the pop-up ads stand <laughs> the test of time. Pop-up ads. What a bleak outlook. Yeah, pop-up ads are 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 a thing of the past. Things have gotten way more evil since then. They've gotten um, way worse than yeah, the humble pop-up ad. We've had browser hijackers. We've had uh, uh, even more devilish ransomware than we used to have. It's all it's getting way worse out there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or they're just like putting the commercials like in the games or whatever. That's also just right in there. <laughs> you don't need to have a pop up ad. Um, but yeah, I love, I love this this window. I hope that I I really hope that that part is a character embellishment and that Stephanie Meyer wasn't writing Twilight on a laptop that was <laughs> oh, like no. popping ads up to her while she was in Microsoft Word. That would be so sad. <laughs> That's just how it was. You just turn on your computer and pop-ups like crazy. Oh, Bella. Bella, we've got to get you... Let's see, this is 2005. We've got to get you Kapersky or something. Uh, <laughs> or, uh... Or, hmm. What else was... There, God, there were so many, like... like uh, we, have bit, we need Bit, bit Defender or, or something for her. Yeah. Malware bites. Yeah. We've got to get that computer fixed. Bella. Um, and then she goes to the woods and kind of has a sulk uh, and is like, uh, do I, do I run away from Edward or do I pursue him more? And she's like, well, in for a penny and for a pound, he's hot. So I'm going to keep, keep pursuing him. Um, that's kind of her main takeaway. Sure. Uh, and that's, that's where our, so this is interesting because, because our chapters are sort of like weaving in and out of each other now, it seems. Mm hmm. Because she goes back, um, back to her house after this, and it's then that Edward realizes that she's been like out and about, right? And that was your last chapter. Maybe I'm a little confused on our timeline here. Um, mm. Does your chapter continue over the? Ne it does over the next few yeah. days, right? Yes, yeah, because she goes back to school and is like ready to talk to him, but he's not there. Okay, yeah. So that so I think that must be right. That was when while he doesn't see her in the woods, he like smells that she's been there and he's like, right. What was she doing in the woods? 
Okay. She okay. could die to a meteor or a bear. <laughs> what if a spider bites her outside? I can, you know, I can deal with a spider inside, but there's so many of them outside. There's so many. There's so many spiders outside. Um, no, she has a, it. It's 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 a it's a good scene. I mean, like it's it's funny because it's like it it is multiple pages. It's very long, but it, it really is her just kind of like weighing these two options she has and thinking like, well, is he a vampire? And if he is, do I, you know, <laughs> does that, does that change my mind? And she kind of just lands on like, eh, not really. Um, does, does, is she pretty like sure that he's a mystical creature? I don't know where, where she is he, with that. So, so she's like, maybe, He's not a vampire, but he's definitely something. Um, she's there's a line where she's like, uh, you know, maybe Jacob's right, or maybe I'm right that he's a superhero. Then we have the superhero line. Oh, again. interesting. Um, uh, but uh, but whatever he is, he's not human. So she's she is adamant that he is something, even even if she's not fully convinced that it's uh, a vampire yet. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, pretty astute. Uh. I feel like a lot of other like supernatural romance mystery stuff like this, they would have been the the protagonist would have been in denial a little bit longer. Right. Um, it's kind of fun for her to be like, well, he's definitely not human, no matter which way you slice it. But I'm still interested. Uh, that's that's feels novel. I think. Yeah. Um. Uh. But no, because then she goes to school and uh, uh, it, it's like a sunny day, and she's like really happy. Um, and 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 expecting to see Edward there so she can be like, hey, I'm cool with you being a freak or whatever. Um, but he's not there <laughs> and she's bummed out. Darn. Um, but she does not put two and two together with it being a sunny day and him not being there, which is, I assume is what the case is here, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, because it, that's too bad that because she was close being like, oh, well, we see him out during the day, but he, she didn't think, oh, but it's never been sunny outside. Yeah, yeah. It's a, this is the first sunny day that they've had. Um, there's a really fun description here just for like nostalgic uh, uh, me uh, uh, experiences being touched on here. But um, there's a funny line where uh, Bella notices that everyone is wearing t-shirts and shorts even though it's like 50 degrees outside. Oh yeah. Which feels very true to what what sunny days in Washington high schools were like. Uh, oh, definitely. Uh you take what you can get um in the Pacific Northwest. Everyone's got their sandals on. Yeah. Um now here is a line that I I like triple highlighted because I found this very interesting. Mhm. So Mike is the first person she runs into at school. Mhm. Um, and there's an interesting line. This isn't the line I'm talking about, but it, it is it's also interesting. Um, Mike walks over to her and is like, great day. Uh, and she's like, yep. And he goes, what did you do yesterday? His tone was just a bit too proprietary, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. Um, but then he continues and asks her, like, what was your what's what what, what did you do over the weekend? She was like, well, I, I, I wrote. I wrote my essay that's due tomorrow or whatever. And he's like, oh, fuck. I forgot what that's about. What is it about? And and she says, whether Shakespeare's treatment of female characters is misogynistic. So is that her her topic that she chose? or yeah, That is the topic that Bella chose, apparently. Okay. Uh, which I, I don't know. I find that, that that feels so pointed in this novel, right? Like... Like yeah. what? Yeah, like this. This feels like maybe some 
I I I don't know which direction to 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 to, to interpret this in whether it's like sort of a a sly acknowledgement of like what the reception to this book may end up being like, or whether it's supposed to be like a, uh, uh, like a note about like how Bella is like aware of like what kind of story or she's not aware of what kind of story she's in. You know what I mean? Like it can go so many different directions here, but I, I was like, huh? Okay. Interesting. When I saw, when I saw that, that is interesting. I feel like, that is probably all not what it is, but it right. is it is pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's just so it's so interesting for the for the main character of the of the romance novel to be absolutely to be it is talking about that. That's very interesting, and I I wonder if I wonder if we'll see more of her essay or anything. I'd um, love to hear more about that because because this is the only thing she doesn't and and she was writing the essay in the previous section of this chapter she didn't say like what it was about or like didn't so like i don't have a window into what bella thinks about this topic yet and i i want that so badly i i would be so that would be like a rosetta stone for like the rest of the series i feel like yeah it it would be so easy to just kind of map things out from there i want to know what her answer is yeah yeah yeah, it's it's it's. I want to know whether Bella thinks Shakespeare is misogynist or not. I, I and it doesn't even say what play they're reading. I don't, unless it's <laughs> oh, she mentioned in a previous chapter that she had been reading Macbeth. So this has got to be like a Lady Macbeth thing, right? Like, is is Lady Macbeth being like evil evil wife? Is that hmm? Oh, that's so interesting. I'm very very curious. I'd love to read her essay. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know if we get some more some of her Macbeth opinions. That would uh, I be... hope. I hope she and Edward like have a little debate over it. Ooh, fuck, fuck! This is the kind of shit I'm here for. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, other than that, you know, she spends the rest of the day like hoping that that that. Uh. Uh. uh Edward's going to appear and he doesn't and she gets really grumpy and goes home and reads um decides to read some Jane Austen to calm down but then gets mad because one of the characters is named Edward and then <laughs> switches to Manfield Park and says that and realizes that the the hero in that is named Edmund um and uh she gets really mad she's like were there were there not any other names uh in the in the 18th century and then uh that is so fucking funny <laughs> Oh my god. It's like the most self-aware joke in this book yet. It's very funny. <laughs> um no, but uh but yeah, no I I a dearth of Edward this chapter. Um she just sort of gets more and more morose and then eventually agrees to go dress shopping with uh Angela and Lauren um or Angela and Jessica, not not Lauren. She's going because Lauren will not be there. I Who think. the hell is Lauren? I, I know this is this is. So remember how I was like so mad last week because I was like, "You're telling me that you have all these fucking names for the white kids, uh, but you can't name any of the native characters." Um, yeah. Jessica and and Lauren, like Jessica, Lauren, and Angela are might as well be the same person to me. I don't know who the fuck these people are. I know. Okay, I only know Angela because Angela's an angel. Ooh, she's the nice one. She's the nice one. Jessica's medium. Jessica and Jessica. Lauren must be the bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, Lauren. Lauren is a huge mean bitch to her. 
Um, Lauren's, I think, the one who is like, well, maybe Bella should go sit with Edward forever instead of hanging with oh, us. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Jessica, she's been like... She, Jessica is at least, like, present in that she's been, like, trying to hook Mike up with her. Like, like Mike... She, well, like, after the, the essay conversation, she's like, Mike... Uh, Mike asks her out and and Mike and she's like Mike you stupid moron you fool uh you should ask Jessica <laughs> out she's she's obsessed with you uh-huh he, um and and like like he he does and it works and like there's there's a fun like 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 Be- Bella playing matchmaker is a fun um uh, a fun moment but it's like it, uh, none of these characters are anybody right it's just like the the most you can say about them is that Bella does something fun with them, but yeah, I I don't know who they are. They could be anybody. Like they are not not characters in this story. Yeah, it sounds like between the like three teenage girls and the three teenage boys, all of which aren't Bella, they're like the six t- types, like six high school archetypes. But she did like a really bad job mm-hmm. of it because it's mm-hmm. like the way that Edward thinks of the boys is like. Mike is the jock, the popular kid, right? Yeah. Eric's the nerd. Tyler's the normal. And then Jessica's <laughs> normal. Angela's nice. And Lauren's a bitch. Right. And those they're are all, the six kinds of people. They're all on like a sliding scale, right? Of like, of like normal, of, uh, of jock to jerk, basically, is kind of the, uh, and you're, if you're in the middle, you're like a nerd, is kind yeah. of the, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, but they but they are so nondescript. I'm fascinated. I'm like I'm like actually quite looking forward to the next chapter because it's a, you know, shopping trip with the girls who are basically barely existent. Um and I and I can't wait to find out whether this chapter manages to like round them out a little bit or whether it's just going to be this very surreal experience of her like having a girls trip with two people who might as well they might as well like be dogs right like it doesn't matter they're (laughs) They're just nothing they're not people in the story they they could be they could be refrigerators it really doesn't matter they like nothing about them stands out why do you think they're there they're there because they like have to be right because it's like it's a school drama it's not you know she's not like on a farm in the middle of nowhere you know why would she not just be a loner yeah it's 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 that that is the that is a part where it almost feels like a uh the more wish fulfillment side of it being like a self insert character right where it's like Bella's attitude is very relatable and and recognizable um but the part where everyone at this school also thinks she's the coolest and they want to hang out with her immediately mm-hmm. is a little. weird right like everyone thinks she's really pretty i mean we 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 read that amazing blog post where where stephanie meyer was like yeah it was like when i when i moved to to utah i became an eight or or whatever right (laughs) like um this this weird this weird thing where like bella is absolutely like the 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 loner goth kid but everyone wants to involve her and like in fact they want to involve her so much that they get mad when she like doesn't uh hang out with them right like it, I just, it's... it makes for such a weird impression that the six like named characters 
they feel like they're the only people that exist. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, the, and this... I can't get a handle on like what their friend group is. It, like, it's so odd that they do seem to be fitting into like the high school archetypes, but I can't mm-hmm. grasp like, are these the popular kids? Are they friends with each other? Are they friends mm-hmm. like outside of their circle? Like, does Mike hang out with like the football team or does he just right. hang out with this small like pod of people? Yeah, it makes it's very weird. It's it's like it's Bella is hanging out with her peers. But the thing is, is that like the story is acknowledging that there are like different like casts in high school. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is totally true. Um, But Bella Bella's friend group is made out of like one of each rather than <laughs> right. rather than like other loner kids who are like her type you know what i mean mm-hmm. or none of them you know like right. like like yeah it, it's 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 acknowledging like the the sort of like uh uh high school movie archetypes but they're all hanging out together instead of like them being like the leader of each group you know what i mean mm, like, yeah it's like it's like it's breakfast clubbing it except there's nothing that forces them together so it just right. feels bizarre <laughs> It's unforced breakfast club. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I, I, they are, and, and them being so, um, clearly archetypical is so funny because even with those archetypes, they are still total nothing characters. Like Uh even knowing that like, you know, Lauren is like the stuck up prep or whatever, she's not had enough scenes or enough going on with her character for that to matter, you know? And like Mike being a jock, like the reason that you make a character a jock is so that they can be a foil to someone who isn't right. But he's like macking on Bella the whole time. So like him being like the cool popular bro is sort of immaterial because he's not behaving uh against her type you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. yeah like there's no like he's not mocking her for being a nerd there's no like he's he's not doing the like bella bella could a could a humble jock uh uh, sweep a sweep a goth babe off her feet you know like he's not (laughs) he's not like doing anything to suggest that he is aware of their social differences right like it's yeah it's weird it's weird that they're acknowledged but not utilized in the story hmm. you know how yeah. um there is a like some people think that twilight is a ripoff of the vampire diaries right yes the... i'm trying to like map these characters onto vampire diaries characters to mm. figure out if like that's where they're lifted from but i can't quite do right it. yeah like is mike yeah. tyler Mm-hmm. We we'd have to. Well, God, that's so confusing because Tyler is also a character in this book, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, Tyler is Matt, like the mid normal guy. <laughs> we we'd have to. We would have to like look at the Vampire Diaries novels, I guess, and sort of that 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 might be worth doing. Maybe mapping, yeah, yeah, mapping some connections between the different 
school characters. I just sort of wonder if these characters are like lifted from something else. Not even saying the Vampire Diaries and not even saying a ripoff, but just literally lifted from something else with names changed. And so there's like this weird uncanny effect of like none of the groundwork being done. Right. Yeah. Like not like she. Yeah. That she had a character in mind when she wrote it. Mm hmm. Transferred from one flower bed to another, but just the top and not the roots. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That make that that makes sense. That's what it feels like. I'm not even mm-hmm. saying that that's what happened, but that is the effect that it has kind of. Yeah, they're just so I, I, I know so little about them other than like whatever they feel about Bella at that particular moment, um, which has fluctuated quite wildly for all of them, it seems um so i i it's impossible to get like a grip on any of these people yeah i mean i get to um hear their inner thoughts via edward and i still (laughs) don't know really i'll get into it later but i still it does not get it does not have the effect of giving them a character still no no they are they are there like i said it feels like they are there because there need to be other characters because it is a school novel and there are other people around but it's just none of them rise to the occasion of like being a secondary or even tertiary character it feels like they are just just so nothing they are just words on the page i Mm -hmm. i I know nothing about any of them yeah it reminds me i think maybe both of these chapters remind me of um when stephanie meyer talked about writing midnight sun and said that you should write the exciting parts first and then you can fill in the boring (laughs) stuff later (laughs) yeah yeah this was very much like a table setting chapter for me it feels like Um, yeah uh, uh, we get some vampire exposition. We get, I, the, I, I think the, the standout is Bella making a decision, right? Like she, she takes us, she's making some forward momentum with herself and her decisions. Um, but that's about it. And you're, and you're kind of, um, leaving off when, when she's getting ready to go to Port Angeles, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So she, so, uh, not Lauren, Angela, uh, and Jessica invite her to go dress shopping with them to Port Angeles. Uh, and at first she's like, oh, maybe, um, just because she doesn't want to commit just in case Edward's around. Um, but then she finally relents uh, when he's not there for the second day. And she's like, yes, I will. I will go with you to Port Angeles. And that's kind of where we end off. And she's really brooding the whole time about him not being at school for a day. Yes. It's two days. Uh, but yes. Yeah, that's she's brutal. Really- She's really upset. She is so in her in her own feelings about this. That's uh, tough. Yeah, yeah. If if someone said they are gonna trade you Okami for PS2, and they're not there for two days, <laughs> that's the brutal. worst thing that can happen. Yeah, that's basically the worst thing that can happen to you. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we are. Uh, she's getting in the car, going to Port Angeles. I am so excited to see whether they become characters all of a sudden. But that's that's kind of all I all I've got this week. Alrighty. Uh, a, lot, a lot of table setting. Alrighty. Let's find out what Edward is up to, shall we? Yes, please. Um, I read chapter eight. It's called Ghost. Um, Ooh. I know. Um, we start out. I, so I think, I think you're right. My chapter ended right after he was like, what was she doing in the woods? And like mm-hmm. watching her sleep that night. And then I'm starting right off the first day that Edward is out of school because it ah, sort okay. of starts and it's like, oh, the sun's out, so Edward can't go to school. Um, and 
He offers up his excuse uh, to himself as to why he's going to spend the entire chapter following Bella around, and it's because of um, the two visiting vampires, Peter and Charlotte. I think I mentioned them uh, last week because they were just, it was like Alice had a th- like a line where she was like, Peter and Charlotte are coming to visit. Isn't that nice? They're coming to visit um, Jasper, and unfortunately they are not vegetarian vampires. Uh-oh. Um, so Edward is like, I have to follow Bella around so that she doesn't get eaten. Um, Edward is in the treetops. When Mike Newton asks Bella out, um, no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's okay. there, um, uh, and it gets a little. Oh my god! What if she says yes? Oh nope, she didn't. Um, so that's good. And uh, and by golly, you know, Edward is not so crass as Mike Newton. Um, Edward follows Bella home um, and kind of has a uh, internal dialogue where he's like, I know I'm overdoing it. I don't think Peter and Charlotte would kill her, but what if? Um, so I got to do it. Um, he spends the entire time watching her. Um, so the next scene that we get um, is her coming out of the house. It's beautiful. It's sun, the sun is shining and she's um, reading Sense and Sensibility. Um, and Edward is like looking over her, her shoulder and is like, oh, I've already read it. So I don't need to read it. I can just watch her read it. But then um, she gets mad um, at the book and he sort of puzzles over it. And it's like, why would she be upset over a book that she's already read. Um, and then when she rage quits out of uh, Mansfield Park, he's he sort of puzzles over that as well. Um, she ends up falling asleep, um, I believe, outside. And Edward um, reflects on some guilt that he's having, once again returning to the unforced error of being like, man, should I really be doing this? Yes, I should be doing this. Um, she begins to have a dream, and Edward hears her start to mumble a name, but damn it, it's Edmund from Jane Austen instead of Edward from Twilight, and he gets very upset about that. Um, Charlie gets home, Edward, or Bella goes inside for the night, Edward goes home, Edward goes and hunts, we don't really get that scene, just that he went and did it. Um, he declines to go play football with the family, um, uh, she goes back I think the night after, or maybe it's still that night, and he just goes and watches her sleep again. We don't really get that scene very much other than she's having a dream, and I believe that's the werewolf dream um, scene. Um, We're back at school again. It's Edward's second day being out, but he's there, of course, watching. Um, School ends after nothing happens in that scene. um, And he goes home where everyone, including Peter and Charlotte, the visiting vampires, are gathered. Um, However, and like they all have thoughts in their head that he listens to where they're like, oh, why is he being so weird? Um, So he goes and he sulks and he plays the piano, but like unobtrusively. So no one wonders (laughs) why it's weird. Um, Jasper has a short conversation with Peter um, about a vampire named Maria. um, And we find out some exposition about how she was the one that turned both of them into vampires and is very dangerous. um, But that uh, Edward is just like, oh, Peter was instrumental in Jasper's defection um, from some sort of war. Um, The guests leave um, (laughs) and Edward gets in his car and is like, here I go to Port Angeles to follow Bella. That's the end of my chapter. 
Wow, Edward doing a lot of side quests this chapter. He is. He kind of just goes uh, place to place, following Bella around uh, with nothing, nothing to do. <laughs> okay. However, you are telling me that this book has introduced some non-vegetarian vampires mm-hmm. who he is worried might eat Bella. Yeah. And it's only just now making like they this is the built-in ashamed of your words and deeds option here. I know. First well, the spider, they had, but this one's way better. Yeah, if if they had been introduced earlier, like way earlier, if he had just been paranoid about like, oh, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but like what if Peter and Charlotte uh, uh, uh attack her, right? Like that that would make some sort of sense, I think. Like, oh, it's that... so fucking easy, right? And he can yeah. read minds. So you just need one scene of then being like, oh, she looks pretty tasty. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. It. And then it's just the easiest shit in the world. Slam dunk, you've, you've Slam fixed it. Slam dunk, yeah, that's wild. Why would that not be the... I mean, like, it would still be corny. It'd still be funny, right? But, like, but at least that would be in the story a functional excuse for like why he's breaking into her house and watching her sleep like yeah sure i think it's still so weird too because he's still despite all of that despite this excuse of there being like real human hunting vampires lurking around he still feels guilty and still tries to like make these weird excuses that make everything worse (laughs) that's so funny because that to me tells me that stephanie meyer like didn't realize what a slam dunk it was right that like she had this this easy option to make to like kind of smooth this this wrinkle out and she just didn't take it that's so weird right yeah just have there's that there's that bit where they go to alaska uh in like chapter 2 or whatever uh, in your book where where they're fucking around and and like not being part of the main story if if peter and charlotte had been introduced there maybe that might have just been enough to like get the ball rolling and and make this this like ah you 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 know uh, you've always wondered why Edward was being so problematic. Well, don't you feel silly like that? It's it, this feels very easy to me. This is weird. I I have to assume that there's some sort of um lore that I'm not aware of um mm. with these other vampires that she didn't want them to make them like too threatening because maybe they're characters that are like nice. In some mm-hmm. way, um, this is the most of this book that I've read where I'm like, this was not written for me because it just refers to things like I'm supposed to understand or know what they are. Mm-hmm. And like Peter and Charlotte are the two here where it, it feels like it doesn't need to explain stuff. Right. And I don't right. mean like I need it to exposit everything or that it has to be just like completely clear. But it gets into this, like, exposition at the end where it's talking about, like, who turned who and defecting mm-hmm. from a war. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that 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 to me is very curious because I'm like, is that referring to, you know, because this is a companion to Twilight, but presumably it's aimed at people who've read the whole series. Yeah. And I'm wondering, it's like, are these references to other things in later books that, that like, I just don't know or you don't remember or um, is it uh, just as confusing for everyone as it is to to us, right? Like, mm-hmm. like oh, I mean, like, because the, the reference to the war and, like, him defecting, 
Jasper was the Confederate character. He right? is a Confederate major. According, right. Because I did some reading on the wiki because I did <laughs> not understand what was going on. Um, obviously, this is like skipping ahead to the end of the chapter, yeah. but I don't really mind because it's so disconnected from anything else that's going on. Um, basically, um, I, I think it's Jasper that just says to Peter, like, tell Maria hi if you see her. And then Edward is like, but he won't see her because she's very dangerous and hasn't been seen in a long time. <laughs> uh, and, and Peter was instrumental in Jasper defecting. And I'm like, from what? Um, that the, is very funny. It, I thought it was going to be the American Civil War that he was defecting from, but it was in fact an unrelated vampire war in Mexico. That, that he defected from. That is so fucking cool. I want to know about 1800s, like, vampire war taking place in Mexico. That well, sounds awesome. Well, it took place in Mexico and Texas. Um, I can tell you about it. Maria was the head of a coven of Mexican vampires who were trying to claim territory in Texas. <laughs> so... So, hold on. Okay, so Maria... Hmm. Okay, because there was already... If this was in... If this was around the time of the American Civil War, there was already, like, a French and a Mexican War right. happening at the same time. You see why I was confused? There's a lot, there's a lot of war happening that these vampires are getting involved in, I, I guess. I, I, as far as I can tell, it is an unrelated vampire war to any of the other wars happening at the same time. Uh, it seems yeah. like. Um, also, I have, in rereading it, have discovered another layer. Um, and I, I've been really racking my brain about all of this and I missed a key detail here that Peter actually was like turned into a vampire much later and so if he was instrumental on Jasper defecting from the vampire war it would have had to be actually in the 1940s oh so my it god it couldn't have been I mean there were no other wars going on at that time so <laughs> So it's all, it's all very confusing. And I just, I have to say this is all from one, like, exposition throwaway line. Peter had, after all, been instrumental in Jasper's defection, period. <sighs> and this is all in the middle of, like, getting turned into a vampire, Peter getting turned into a vampire later, him being a Confederate major, Maria being part of a Mexican vampire war that is unrelated to any other war that's happening and might span the time from the civil war to the 1940s, but I could be wrong, but this is all just like this paragraph that wants me to already know all this information. I think it's also like, is there any mention of like what status Maria had like in real life, you know, like before she was a vampire, right? Or like what what, what she was doing as a vampire, and because it's like if you're if you're doing Mexico stuff in in the eighteen hundreds or the nineteen forty, this oh so this would be the nineteen forties, right? Uh, anywhere between the Civil War and the nineteen forties. 
<laughs> okay, never mind. Because I was like, I was like, I, I, is like, is she part of the Imperial Mexican Army or is she part of the Revolution? Like, no, what? this is an unrelated it, right, vampire. Completely war. unrelated. Okay, I, I think that it is. It is literally there's a Mexican coven of vampires and they were trying to claim territory anywhere <laughs> between. Okay, so it was because I think that she turned Jasper to fight in her vampire war, and he was a major in the Confederate Army, unrelated to anything else. Okay. And then they fought that war, but somewhere between the Civil War and the 1940s, Peter was instrumental in Jasper's defecting from the vampire war. Okay, so he was a Confederate. He was in Mexico, he got turned, and then instead of doing Confederate Army stuff, he was doing Vampire Army stuff for Maria. Yes. And then Peter helped him defect, and then he turned Peter? Is no, that... Maria turned both of them. Maria, Maria turned, turned both Peter of them. Okay. To, to, to join the Vampire War, unrelated to other wars, <laughs> and then Peter defected, and then Peter convinced Jasper to defect. From the Vampire War. The, I will say this. These characters are much more uh, fleshed out, at least in uh, uh, wiki glossary level detail than Angela or Jessica or Lauren or Mike. <laughs> I'm. This is all I'm, from the wiki. It is, is all... not in my reading, to be clear. <laughs> Other than a say hi to Maria if you see her. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. Twilight lore is something else. This is great. There's some lore for you. <sighs> That's so funny. I what what is going on? Is Stephanie Meyer okay? What's going on? Like what I yeah, and I just I've gotta say that um Peter and Charlotte being the full reason that Edward is following Bella around they don't even get to be in the fucking chapter. They showed up, Alice was like Ooh, Peter and Charlotte are coming over to visit. He spent the whole time reading Sense and Sensibility over Bella's shoulder, and then they just leave. Oh, <laughs> tell, tell Maria hi if you see her. Oh, my God. So, like, we don't even get a sense of, like, who Peter and Charlotte are. They're not, like, doing anything. He's just, like, using that as his reason to, like, be stalking Bella. Yeah, I think they went and played football. Um, and oh, Edward right. got the invite that he declined, so he could have gone and played football, but did not. <laughs> so he could have learned some stuff about Peter and Charlotte. Yeah. I, I Why have to he, assume that he's, other people it, do. Like, I just don't know about Peter and Charlotte, and I'm the only one. If he didn't want Peter and Charlotte to eat Bella, why didn't he go and watch them at the football game? That seems like that's easy. Now then, there, then, there is the question, isn't it? Yeah. That seems like an easy out. You're like, you know, if they're inviting you places, you're like, yeah, sure. I'll go. And then you mutter under your breath to make sure you're not killing Bella. That uh, seems easy. Personally, if I was writing a book from another character's perspective and there was unaccounted for time, I would give them something else to do. <laughs> And I think a good thing would be socializing with Peter and Charlotte. Tell me about that. You could he could ask them about the whole like okay, so explain the Mexican vampire war thing to me. What happened I... with that again? <laughs> How so that like go? is Jasper a Confederate? I need to just want to make sure. Um Oh, defected from what now? I, I have some questions about 
Oh, a war in the Ugh. 1940s? Which one was that? Oh, the Vampire War. Yeah. <laughs> the Vampire War of the 1940s, of course. That was a long one, huh? <laughs> God damn it. Um I'm I'm definitely uh uh having to reprocess my thoughts on my chapter, knowing that um, Edward was like just out of frame the whole time. He's um, there the whole time. That is wild. So up in the trees is one thing I can see that, but <laughs> like, okay, that, you know, pretty, pretty funny, pretty weird. But like, I guess that's like, you know, that tracks, he has like super strength. He can jump really high. He can, you know, he has like super hearing, right? He can. Yeah. He's he got all the Superman powers. Yeah, he's got all the Superman powers. Okay, so him being in a tree, I can accept that one. Um, is he re? How is he reading over her shoulder? How? What are the logistics of this? He's scene? in a tree with his super vampire vision. Okay, okay. So he's not. So so when you said that he was reading over her shoulder, I was like envisioning that he had like silently crept up behind her. You know, <laughs> he was, like reading over her shoulder. That yeah, way. sorry, I shorthanded it, but really what I meant was that he's sitting in a tree using his vampire vision binoculars. <laughs> okay, well, that is uh, that is much less stupid. Um, uh, <laughs> wait a second, no, it's not. <laughs> There's literally, so he's doing that, and he's like, I do not need to read this, because I have already read it. That's so I'm going so to watch good. her read it instead. That's so good, and, and, and he's, like, watching her reactions to it. God, it's like when you're showing someone a TV show you really like or something, and... and and you're like, no, you gotta watch this part. It's good. Yeah, it's sort of like I felt like I was reading Twilight, but like over Edward's shoulder. <laughs> oh my god, it's like recursive. It's fractal. This is getting too much. I know, I know. Um, I, I guess I can't um, skip the Edward watching Mike Newton ask Bella out scene. Yeah, that's important. Um, he gets very upset. Um, mm. Is once again, he's being very insecure. Um, because immediately, um, you know, as he's talking to Bella, Bella's like nice to him still. Right. And so he, mm -hmm. he's like really worried. He's like, uh oh, what if she says yes to Mike asking her out? And in fact, he gets so upset. He accidentally uproots the young spruce tree. Uh, my hand was resting on when he pinched a strand of her hair between his fingers. Oh no, Edward. I know you up that you killed a tree. Killed a tree. He got so upset. That's how mad he got. He f finally he got to the point, which is asking her out. My teeth were clenched so hard they could have pulverized granite. <laughs> he doesn't know his own strength. Yeah, Edward's got to calm down a little bit. I think he's yeah uh, yeah. Yeah, this uh, is not going to reflect well on the boyfriend points board, I got to say. No, I don't think there's much in here that does. Um, he he does kind of calm down once um, he hears Bella is like trying to get Mike to ask Jessica out instead. Um, and then I uh, get the best line in the entire chapter, which um, Edward gets to read everyone's minds except for Bella's. And as soon as Bella kind of... Um, tells Mike that it's actually Jessica that um, is interested in him. He kind of mulls it over and we get the line, she's cute though, I guess. Decent body, bigger boobs than Bella's, a bird in the hand, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> what? 
The bird in the hand. A bird in the hand. Where was he going with the rest of that thought? I'd, I'd love to know. Is that a two in the bush, like, pun? Like, is that, is he, is he getting nasty? Like, what, what, what is? What could be nastier than thinking about boobs? How much, <laughs> how much nastier could Mike Newton get? Is he being a freak? He's, this, this, this is, this is out of pocket. I mean, it's uh, followed Mike. up by, I mean, this is Edward. He was off then on to new fantasies that were just as vulgar as the ones Ooh. about Bella. But mm. now they only irritated rather than infuriated how little uh. he deserved either girl. They were almost interchangeable to him. I stayed clear <laughs> of his head after that. So some probably was, gross stuff in there. I, I was wondering if... <laughs> If Edward was going to, like, comment on the boobs thing. I, I think he describes Mike as crass later, like, uh, referring to that probably. Um, but alas, we don't get his um, refined boob opinions. <laughs> uh, we need, we need uh, uh, Tyler, one of the other ones, to make a comment about asses so we can learn edward's like uh, you know opinion on the age-old rivalry oh uh, yeah maybe he maybe he's a butt guy is 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 edward a, a tits vampire or an ass vampire we gotta uh, know <laughs> I, I i will say that is so funny because this book has um so thoroughly steered clear of anything like that uh-huh. to this point like like you've got like like the book has been um and to its credit, I don't think that this has, like, stood out. Like, it hasn't felt, like, missing or anything, right? But, like, the, the teens in this do not act like teens in that they're not, they're very not crass, generally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, they, they are they are talking to each other like fairly mature adults most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bella has zero thoughts about anyone else's uh, uh, bodies other than saying someone's handsome or pretty or their skin is very clear or whatever. Right. Like that, that's, that's as much as she'll comment on it. And so Edward just getting a, 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 an earful of, of Mike Newton's thoughts here and then being so uh, graphic is very funny. Like that's kind of out of nowhere. Um, the, the the book just like has not traded in that sort of like teen teen movie humor at all. Yeah, but then it goes immediately into a bird in the hand, which a is not I'm hand. like those I don't know, a teen having crass thoughts about boobies does not transition very well into like, well, a bird in the hand. A bird in the hand. <laughs> what what I don't know where he's going with that. What where is, is that? he going with that? <laughs> fuck i i i yeah that's that's wild and and like that never comes up again like like edward's not steaming about that one later like like Mm, i mean he's like uh, in his monologue or his like internal monologues to himself he he does kind of come back to like oh i'm not as as crass as that mike newton he would never appreciate like her true beauty or whatever, but it doesn't mm, like specifically mm-hmm. refer back to that. Huh. That's so funny. And that combined with like the sheep, like males line. Oh uh, yeah. I'm just getting a real picture of Edward here. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> there's, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I forgot to mention this in my chapter, but there's a very funny line 
um uh after her dream when bella's sort of weighing her options mm-hmm. um and wondering if edward's a vampire where she thinks um like well you know i don't think edward or i don't think jacob is like untrustworthy but also um i i know that jacob or that i know that edward would never do anything to hurt me hmm. and i was just like why edward like forced you to get into his car last chapter like that's i don't know if i would say that he has proven himself to be uh, uh unharmful at this point yet like yeah very... i guess that we just have to believe that yeah yeah it was very i was like a very eyebrow raising like huh okay i, I mean i guess if that's your opinion bella but hmm it's too bad that his bad behavior because i feel like part of the fantasy is like oh he's dangerous right yeah. but the way that he's dangerous is not f- fun and then yes. the rest of the time she's like i knew he wasn't dangerous like we're not actually supposed to think that right. so it's not it's yeah not fun he 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 is just operating in all of the worst ways a character can be dangerous and and scary right where it's like it's not alluring. He's either genuinely off-putting or just annoying, right? Like he's never, never, never becomes like a mysterious bad boy. Really, um, um, he he kind of starts that way in my book, but like the the more he interacts with Bella, the less charming it gets, and the more just kind of irritating he becomes. I guess. I think he should get in a scrap with Mike Newton. Yeah, let's. <laughs> Let's see him. Yeah, if he like like does a DBZ move on Mike Newton <laughs> and like flings him into the wall, that'd be pretty cool. I'd be <laughs> that 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 I'd be here for. Yeah, uh, that's... if we want to show that Edward's dangerous, have him have him fuck Mike Newton up. That would be fun. Yeah, just throw him a little bit uh, further than maybe a human could. It's a little dangerous. <laughs> a little bit of a bad boy. Ooh, that'll teach you to say rude things about jessica's boobs or whatever you do not deserve either of these ladies that's so funny edward being the arbiter of who deserves women is very funny uh hmm kind of a hmm on that one (laughs) he does not deserve either of them it's time for me to read sense and sensibility (laughs) over bell's shoulder um i love that i love that edward doesn't put together why she's mad about those books by the way like if he's reading over her shoulder surely he would have seen that she she was like getting to the word edward and then changing page right like that, see i that. got tricked because oh. he it actually does your book um quote sense and sensibility uh hmm, it's let's see my favorites were Pride and Prejudice and Sense and Sensibility. I'd read the first most recently, so I started into Sense and Sensibility, only to remember, after I began Chapter 3, that the hero of the story happened to be named Edward. Angrily, I turned to Mansfield Park, but the hero of that piece was named Edmund, and that was just too close. Weren't there any other names available in the late 18th century? I snapped the book shut, annoyed, and rolled over on my back. So that's kind of where she finishes reading that one. Okay, here's what I got. She'd reached the last page of chapter two. The page began mid-sentence. Perhaps, in spite of every consideration of politeness or maternal affection on the side of the former, the two ladies might have found it impossible to have lived together so long. 
She grabbed a thick section of the book and shoved it roughly over, almost as if something on the page had angered her. But what? It was early in the story, just setting up the first conflict between mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. The main hero, Edward, was introduced. Eleanor Dashwood's <laughs> merits were extolled. I thought through the previous chapter, searching for something potentially offensive in Austin's overly polite prose. What could have upset her? She stopped on the title page for Mansfield Park, beginning a new story. The book was a compilation of novels, but she'd only made it to page seven. I was following along this time. Mrs. Norris was detailing the danger of Tom and Edmund Bertram not encountering their cousin Fanny Price until they were all adults, when Bella's teeth ground together and she slammed the book shut. <laughs> okay. I, so I said my chapter felt a little bit like wheel spinning. Uh-huh. Yours feels like stuffing newspaper into the like uh-huh. the lining. There's a lot of just unnecessary... Like, we did not need uh, a rundown of what's going on in a Mansfield Park. A lot of Park. editorializing about Mansfield Park. And I got, <laughs> I got baited because I was like, read it. I was like surely there is something more going on here as to why Bella is upset. Cause I couldn't remember. And mm-hmm. the part that's quoted is about like a mother and daughter-in-law. So I was like, I don't know. It's like Bella upset about her relationship with her mom or mm. something. Like I couldn't quite figure it out. Um, so I'm with Edward. I had no idea. <laughs> that's, that's very funny that it would go the length to, show him reading chunks of the book and like knowing about the story, but not just, 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 I guess conveniently have him skip over the Edward and Edmund connection. Right. Like, yeah, that's huh. Yeah. This, this really feels like a chapter. She did not know what to do to do with like, uh, maybe go hang out with Peter and Charlotte. Yeah. Go play football with Peter and Charlotte and ask them what was going on in Mexico in 1945. Like, yes. I I want there to be, we we need some more fun historical connections. It's all wars. I want like Edward to know, to to, like mention offhand that a vampire he knows, like, was it Roswell or something? Right. You know, like, like we need, we need some, some, some more fun popcorn historical references. I agree. Wars are not fun. (laughs) Or just like, at least like, like, you know, the vampire's involvements in them need to be a little less uh, questionable, perhaps. I don't know. It's, it's uh, it's a toughie. It's a I, tough one. I don't know if Jasper's character becomes more developed as time goes on. Um, but I, as far as my recollection is concerned, him being like a Confederate soldier is just like a detail, but it has like nothing that I mm-hmm. know of to do with like the themes of his character because he obviously got right. turned and then put into this unrelated war. Right. So... Yeah, it's not like it's like, oh, it's his dark past or whatever, or like, ooh, how can I ever atone or anything like that. It's like, yeah, I was a confederate, I guess. Like That's what huh. I did when I was a human. All right. <laughs> Things are not being fleshed out that feel like they should be. Yes. And there's there's no shortage of time to do that. Yeah, a whole chapter of Edward sitting in trees listening to what other characters are saying. Like, that sounds unbelievably dull like i mean at least at least he overheard the boobs line but like that's so still just like so nothing like Uh, there's really some funny stuff in here right the sense and sensibility mm -hmm. stuff is funny the 
Um, the boobs thing is funny, but overall, like even after the sense and sensibility like portion here, um, it is that same thing that I was sort of talking about last week where there are scenes that aren't scenes. Mm -hmm. Like it is just like accounting for that time where he's like, and then it was the school day and then I went home and then I went hunting. Um, and then I went home and then I played the piano. Um, and then that, like, that is just the rest of the chapter, Uh, but there's nothing (laughs) other than that. I forgot about the piano part. What did he play? Did he play his composition? Uh, no, because that would have been too exciting. And he oh, wanted to kind of blend in, I think. Right, right. Um, let me find it really quickly. He just um, started playing some, like, Dave Brubeck or something. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, I kept my playing subdued so that I would not attract notice. I did not pay attention to them for a long while, just letting the music distract me from my unease. Can you fucking believe that? I didn't, I didn't pay <laughs> attention to the new characters that are here. This is what happened in my chapter last week, too. Like, ah. why? 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 Did, it's like it's like Stephanie Meyer, like, like came up with all of these characters uh, and then was like, and that's all the room I have. And anyone else added beyond the, those original like six high schoolers just don't get the time of day, which is hilarious because those characters barely get fleshed out at all. But like, holy fuck, just new character new vampire alert new vampire just dropped and she's just like well edward is not really interested in that so he goes over and plays piano and and doesn't pay attention to any of the characters or things that they're talking about cool but but he is worried that they're going to eat his girlfriend yes so that's (laughs) not worried enough to go play football with them though (laughs) yeah not worried enough to pay attention like like they could have been saying like, hey, do you know of any uh, any people here who look particularly full of blood that we could go eat? You know, like that. Right. <laughs> like that could have been happening. Oh, He's even like, like well, Rosalie, who's like super pissed off and wishes Bella would die. She could have been like, well, Edward <laughs> thinks Bella is really tasty. And yeah, then they could have yeah, thought about it. Ro- Rosalie could literally be like, I have a funny idea for a prank. God, fucking anything, please. <laughs> I have a funny idea for a prank. You should to- go totally go and find this girl Bella and suck her blood. That would be like, I don't know. I just think that would be really funny. Edward's been like obsessed with her. And what if, you know, what if she, you know, you know, it's a prank. It's a wouldn't, funny joke. Wouldn't you give Edward a B plot if you were writing this? Yeah, yeah it's was it's bizarre. It's like. Yeah, it just does. It sounds like like other than the the like fun, I guess. I mean, it's practically just an Easter egg that Edward was like also watching her <laughs> read Sense and Sensibility. And also, to be fair, I also don't know if that, you know, it could it could well be. I, I, I haven't read this book before. Like, it could well be that, that in a future chapter, he'll be like, oh, I was watching you when you were reading that book. Like, like, that's really all we need to know. Uh, if this, like, is new information that, like, you had to buy the new Midnight Sun book for, like, I can't imagine being a fan of Twilight and going, like, wow, I finally, I got my, <laughs> I had my questions answered. Finally, I know what, what Edward what, uh, was up to. The answer is not much. Uh, that doesn't seem satisfying. No, it's, I think this might be my most boring chapter yet. Again, 
some funny yeah. bits in here. Oh, I have yeah. another funny one for us. Mm. Um, it's when Bella's having the dream about um, uh, Edmund from from uh, Jane Austen, and um, he's watching. Uh, I leaned back against the tree trunk, deeper into shadow. She sighed. Mm. I did not fear that she had woken. Her voice was just a low, wistful murmur. Edmund, ah, Edmund. <laughs> I thought again of where she'd quit reading, just as Edmund Bertram would have been named for the first time. Ha! She wasn't dreaming of me at all, I realized blackly. The self-loathing returned in force. She was dreaming of fictional characters. Perhaps that had always been the case, and all along her dreams had been filled with Hugh Grant in a cravat. So much for my conceit. Oh my god. So that's pretty oh funny. Oh my god, that's good. Yeah, that's fun. Him, him like angrily thinking about like the movie version. Yes. Of- yeah, that's cute. I like that. Yeah. So the funny parts are definitely highlights, I suppose. I bet she likes the Kiera Knightley version of Pride and Prejudice. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Okay. That's something. Yeah. Um. Th- yeah, like so much just sounds like unnecessary detail here for... That that itself isn't actually all that detailed, right? Like, are, did you do you feel like you've learned anything new about Edward? Do you have like a new perspective on him does it did this need to be there like like what no god no i mean yeah i I guess like everything that it does for edward is a disservice because whenever it's like okay um we're trying to address that he's not creepy for follow like watching her sleep (laughs) right in service of that we're having him watch her even more than we knew to begin with Mm -hmm. Uh, but he has a good reason for it um but but once again, it's like he has these like sort of moments where he feels bad about it and is like, oh, I'm overdoing it um, and this is bad. But then he justifies it to himself again, which is just way worse. Yeah, it's so messy and confusing. And like, again, it feels like the the Peter and Charlotte thing is such an easy out for that particular problem. Right. Like, oh. There's dangerous vampires here. He's going to protect her. Done. Uh, You will be ashamed of your words and deeds. Like, okay, like stupid, but that's something. And then just not taking that and just having Edward bum around for a whole full chapter, kind of not doing anything is surreal. That is such a bad decision. I mean, I, I get that she had to have Edward go and see Bella at night. Right. Mm-hmm. Like she is stuck doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, have him hang out with Peter and Charlotte during the day. And then at night when they're hunting or whatever, he goes and like checks in on Bella while she's sleeping to make yeah. sure that they're not hunting her or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It seems so simple. Like, like I'm baffled why that isn't the path this took. Like that's at least th- that that gives you some tension that like eases the pressure off of the why does he watch her sleep all the time thing it it does everything you would want a solution in a story to do and just not taking it is a bold i guess but it doesn't swap anything else in for him that's that's so weird i mean here's like the most awkward i i think the worst thing that you can do and i've said it before is that you have the character do something wrong say 
I'm guilty for doing something wrong, but then being like, oh, here's how I justify it to myself, right? And so you get that mm-hmm. like triple whammy. And and here here he is, <laughs> like leaving yeah. to go hunting, knowing he's gonna come back. And then I left knowing I would return while she was asleep, ignoring every ethical and moral argument against my behavior. Ah. But I certainly would not trespass on her privacy the way the peeping Tom would have. I was here for her protection, not to leer at her in the way Mike Newton no doubt would, were he agile enough oh, to move Mike. through the treetops. I would yeah, not treat if... her so crassly. <laughs> it's like, if dude, Mike... you're watching her sleep, man. If, if Mike Newton had superpowers, he would. <laughs> Mike That's Newton's so only crime was thinking about funny. some boobies. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that is so funny. And like, Almost, 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 capital A, almost, almost characterization, right? Like, like if Edward was thinking these things and, and being jealous and being a fucking weirdo and not making the concession that you've, you've, you've pointed out, which is constantly going like, oh, I know this is wrong and I know that all the fans of this book think this, this is wrong and I need to address that and them constantly, it would be better, right? Like, it would be... Sometimes you just want to read about a character who's a little fucked up, right? Like, they don't need to make all the right moral decisions, and it sucks worse having them constantly fret about it. Because then it, you then you know the author's fretting about it, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, if this was just... a horror novel, there is a truly scary image of having, like, a man standing in a girl's room, like, watching her sleep and going, like, well, at least I'm not as bad as normal teenager thinking right. about boobs. That is scary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a powerful image, right? Like like that's a story built into itself right there. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're getting. It's we're getting a much weirder thing. That's so I I just can't believe. I, I, I know we talk about this like every week, but like the apologetics for it just make it so much worse totally yeah that's so weird oh well anything else here or should we do boyfriend points uh i'm Uh, worried about the boyfriend points yeah i don't know i don't know how edward's gonna fare this chapter it sounds like sounds like uh not not much going positive for him this week this Um, is that he should have gone and played football i'm telling you yeah okay so let's let's take stock of where he is um he has negative 285 boyfriend points right Uh-oh. now um lower than the week before even um when he was at 255 minus um well anything positive any 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 bonuses oh i mean doesn't want bella to get killed by vampires yes okay uh how much is that is that that's got to be like a plus five not wanting someone to die is not huge you know that's not (laughs) when you put it that way i don't know if that's even points right (laughs) that's kind of like base level i guess really it's like oh you don't want your you don't want your friend to die that's like a zero yeah, and really, at the end of the cookie? day, it might be a negative because he could have gone and played football and made sure they didn't kill anyone. Yeah. But instead, well, he yeah. was like, oh, you know, <laughs> I don't want him to kill one person, but I don't really care about anyone else. Yeah, well, let's, let, okay, let's split this up into individual choices. I'm, I'm going to say, let's give him plus five, at the very least, for recognizing the danger to Bella. Okay. 
j- just five plus, plus five, recognizing the danger to Bella. Um, any other pluses? Um, uh, when he- when Mike is um asking Bella out, his first um reaction is to um quote I had to feel some little respect for Mike Newton. Um, he had more courage than I'd given him credit for. Okay, I'm really right. reaching here. Yeah, the, well, yeah, the the minuses are coming for sure. Yeah, we'll give him plus five for, uh, well, how do I phrase it? The warrior's respect. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. yeah. Um, anything else positive? Anything else positive? Um, it, like, it, do people enjoy his piano playing? Uh no. Okay, no, so nothing I for mean, the piano. Yeah, n- nothing really comes up. I guess, um, oh, uh, he plays unobtrusively, because it probably would have been rude if he, you know, like, there's a social event happening, right? And if he had just, like, right. sat down and started playing, like, <laughs> something something real wacky, it could have been awkward. He started playing, he started playing, do 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had some, um, social awareness to, uh, sit and play some, some ambiance. Okay, okay. Yeah, plus, plus... Five uh played ambient piano. Thank you so much, Edward. Okay, that's that I think that's about as much positive we're gonna ring out of this one. Um uh how much are we giving him for uh recognizing the uh Peter and Charlotte thing and then immediately uh not paying attention to them? <laughs> it's that's like a writer's sin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but like still, <laughs> he, he's he's so worried. He's so worked up about. Oh my god, these dangerous vampires are here. Eh, I don't really feel like playing football with them though. It sucks so bad. Go play football, Edward. <laughs> it's also like it's not it's not a good look. You know, you gotta keep your you can't you can't have your love interest be your entire life. You have to keep up with your hobbies. You need to go play mm-hmm. football with your vampire family. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just throw everything in your life away for this one person. When Edward comes downstairs, all the vampires go, well, well, look who came out of his cave. Um, basically, but they do it in their <laughs> head. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah, basically. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm gonna say I'm just gonna throw this out there. I'm I, I think that I think that um, not following up on the uh, dangerous vampires thing. I'm gonna say that's like a minus fifty. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that is pretty bad. Minus fifty. Not checking up on the evil vampires. I guess they're not <laughs> evil, but but still. Um, I mean, they yeah, eat that's... they eat people, so that's pretty yeah. evil. That's that's yeah, that's a big one, Edward. Like you're making such a big if you're if you're making being the protector your whole deal, right? And and you know, it's a supernatural situation, so that 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 that's, you know, perhaps a little less uh uh condescending than it than it often might sound. Um and then you go well, but I can't be bothered to like actually keep track of them or make sure that they're not killing her. I just hope that I just I'll just hope that they won't. That's pretty bad. Yeah, minus yeah. fifty. Yeah, not not great. Um, 
I I have one, and this yeah. is a, this is, I, I want to give him a minus twenty, and I know this isn't really uh, like Edward the character's fault, but I'm gonna blame him anyway <laughs> for making me um know about the plot details of Jane Austen novels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but that's yeah. I mean, he is also reading over her shoulder in a creepy way. Yeah, there. I just didn't need the rundown. <laughs> minus twenty. Don't need. Jane Austen explained to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> it's like the two most annoying things that you could do at a party. Uh, Edward is doing here. He uh, he, you know, I guess it was a piano, not but and not an acoustic guitar. But he did he did unprompted start playing music uh, at a social gathering, and then uh, then started. God, I'm imagining uh, like you're at a party and like the music is blasting and then like a guy like pull like pulls you it's like come over here and he's like yelling in your ear but it's like the plot of a Jane Austen novel <laughs> have you ever read Jane Austen oh terrible a terrible vision that's what Edward would do at a party <laughs> yeah yeah fair yeah minus 20 don't need Jane Austen explained to me thank you very much um, I gotta give him at least a, a another minor ding for being weird about Mike yeah, um, he, he does give him the warrior's respect, but then he immediately gets so mad he kills a tree. So I don't you know, Edward has been in high school for so many years now. He should not be um, that affected by a teenager <laughs> thinking about boobies. Yeah, that's yeah. If, he's listen, if he if he is reading everyone's mind at a high school every single day for like. 50 years this should yeah. not this should not shock this him should not surprise him at all yeah how much how much how much do you think this is worth minus uh oh like a 10 yeah something like that minus 10 being weird about mike although i guess it's a repeat offense because he's been weird about mike in the past so he has he has mike's just a kid you know yeah yeah, okay, I'm going to bump that up to 20. Minus 20. He keeps doing it. Um, And speaking of repeat offenses, he's uh, watching her sleep again. I His his excuses are getting worse and worse, and I think last time we said we had to double it. Yeah, we got to double it again. You know, I... I, I them's the rules. Them's the rules. Uh, not Not only is are his excuses getting flimsier he is ignoring the actually good excuse he has yeah like like again if if he's if his whole thing is like i've got to protect her from these other vampires that should be his you know like that should be his 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 motive right like this should be driving him this should be his entire day uh, is making sure she's safe um it sounds more like that's just like a minor annoyance to him um, and, and he's not all that concerned about it. So yeah, we're going, whew, this is minus 400, Edward. Damn it. We're doubling. <laughs> minus 400, repeat offense yet again. Terrible. Wa watching Bella sleep. I do think that uh. if he actually utilized his excuse, it would be very funny if he was in there, but like staring at the wall. Like he's like, I have to be here to make sure that she doesn't get eaten by a vampire, but I'm not going to be rude. Yeah, so he's just that, like standing yeah. in the corner. There, there are so many ways to make a on its face uncomfortable thing either scarier for effect 
or like kind of funny, right? Like, like if he if he was so if 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 you know we we talked about the version of him where it was like he he was like more terrifying was like i i am better than mike you know and, and for doing this right mm-hmm. there's another version where it's like he is so wrapped up in being like the jane austen gentleman right <laughs> uh-huh. that he like goes in there he's like well i have to do this to protect her from the vampires but i'm going to face the wall and i'm gonna think pure thoughts right like, <laughs> this is just like, terrible i have to i have, oh. to, I have to stand in the corner I can't believe I have been put in this awkward position. Like, you know, a comedy of errors version of this, right? Whereas he's like, oh, I can't believe I have to do this this horrible thing. It would be very funny <laughs> if instead of being in her room watching her, if he was just, like, on the couch, like, sneaking some TV or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, God, there's, there's ways to make this work. Okay. Negative 285. Uh, minus 50, minus 20, minus 20, minus 400, plus 5, plus 5, plus 5. Edward, my friend, you are sitting at negative 760 boyfriend points. Yeah, you really got to be hoping for the speedrun strat here. Yeah, Edward, we, you know, uh, I'm rooting for you, mostly, but uh, this is not looking great, Ed. Um, uh, the You keep on doing these flagrant frowls in front of the refs, uh, and they are watching, and, and, and uh, they're not, you know, we're not, we're not going to stand for it. We, we've got to give you, give you the, the whistle for all these. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I said it before, um... I still have 550 exciting pages of Edward content left. So, <laughs> so we could be seeing some big swings, who knows. <laughs> and and I, I he's not helped by the fact that he did not appear in my chapter at all. Right. So, I don't get any perspective on Edward this time. Mm-hmm. Um so 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 maybe maybe just tough luck this week with him being being stuck in a weird like having to like hover around my chapter pattern <sighs> did um, he though yeah yeah it was so boring yeah it was short was not... though mine was pretty short oh god you're lucky mine was so long damn I mean, may- maybe may- maybe i don't know if the word count is actually any longer but the fact that it was a long description of music that wasn't named into her Googling vampires for several pages and then reading Jane Austen. Oh God. That's not much happening. Not much happening. Yeah. I'm very sorry (laughs) to hear that. (laughs) All right. Well, negative 760 points, Edward. Uh, You better start throwing some buckets because this isn't, uh, this isn't looking great. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, how about we take a little break? Sounds good. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So, last week, uh, we kind of had that awesome diabolical quiz experience. That was awesome. And I uh, I don't think the, the exact, you know, 
Dobby is Dobby. Dobby is untouchable. You can't have that exact same experience again, but it did make me realize there is a lot of great quiz content on here that uh, we should probably dig through some of before this website disappears. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because the Wizarding World website, this is, you know, they're on their like third, they're on their like second or third version of it existing since we started this podcast, if you think about it. Um, Hmm. So... We should we should get some while the getting's good, you know. Um, and I was delighted to find out that the that complete the quote thing, mm-hmm. not just for Dobby. They've got a whole bunch of those. I'm very curious how well uh, my memory will hold up because I feel like after what we have done, mm-hmm. that we should be the trivia masters. But I'm like, I don't think I have trivia brains, so we'll yeah. see. Yeah, well, w- there's there's several characters here that I I think we uh, should try our hand at. Um, mm-hmm. Number one, there's the complete the quote quiz Delphi Diggory edition. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Ooh. There's the complete the quote quiz Queenie Goldstein edition. Oh no! How, she, how many times does she talk? Like ten times. I know. I know, right? And there's also a Scorpius Malfoy one. I still can't believe the Scorpius actor. I know. I know. I was so, I was so Scorpius real reading the book. Yeah. And, and, and then, then who should come along with that actor to make me question everything I thought was good about that play? Um, Just madness. I can't believe wild that. Wild experience. Uh, so we've got to do the Delphi one. Oh yeah. All, that's right? like, easy. That's, yeah. We got to start there. That's exciting. Um, all right, the mysterious Delphi Diggory has caused quite a stir in the cursed child. Can you remember what this curious witch had to say for herself? <laughs> I hope so. Question one. I'm a thief, of course. I'm about to steal everything you you own. Give me your gold, your wand, and your blank. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna fucking fail this we're gonna, quiz. We're, I'm already floundering. <laughs> Uh, Butterbeer, Firebolt, Fizzing Whizbees, or Chocolate Frogs? Well, it's either, it's one of the last two, right? Yeah, because this is, is this on, like, the train, or is this when... No, this is, uh, I think the scene where, um, Amos Diggory shows up, like, the first time. Oh, and she's on the stairs. she's on the stairs, and is like, I'm a thief, haha, just kidding, I'm... Yeah. Yeah. But I don't your, know what the item would be. Your but I gold, assume like your wand. I don't think that he would have a probably chocolate frogs, right? Yeah, because because uh, yeah, Cause, that just uh, makes the most sense of any of those. I'm, yeah, I'm agreeing. I agree. I think because butterbeer, that's like a Hogsmeade thing, and he hates Hogsmeade. That's right. Um, Firebolt doesn't have one. Fizzing Whizbees. That's too. That's a mouth. That's a real mouthful. Yeah. Um, chocolate frogs. Oh my god, we're so good. It's that one was like process of elimination. Easy. Yeah. Easy, easy. Alright, question two. Ah, have I blank? It's what they used to say about me at school. Delphini Diggory, there isn't a hole she couldn't dig herself into. Have I blank? Have I blank? And the options are made things awkward, just put my foot in it, done something wrong, or said something I shouldn't have. 
it's got to be like put my foot in it, right? Yeah. She's kind of a like always saying like slang kind of. Yeah. She's cool, right? I think it's just put my foot in it. That sounds right to me. Mm-hmm. And we're right. Oh, my God. We're so good at this. Yeah, we are. I can think of one reason why you should trust them, Uncle. They're the only ones blank. Volunteering to help. Who showed up. Who understand. Who have been here for us. First one, right? They're the only ones volunteering to help. Yeah, it's got to be that. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Who who under, Who showed up? You can eliminate that one because nobody was invited. This is at the old folks home scene, right? Right. Uh, who who have been here for us? This is like their first scene together, so that implies something that hasn't happened yet. Um, so yeah, it's got to be who understand or volunteer or are the only ones volunteering. It's got to be volunteering. I think you're right. I think it's volunteering. Again, three for three so far. We're so good at context clues. We're good. We are so good. <laughs> this is this is a different kind of skill than the Dobby quiz, I feel. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because I don't fucking remember any of these lines. Uh, <laughs> these are not what I would call iconic lines. No, as much as I love Delphine. I'm ready not. for the rebirth, the dark one, though. Ooh, yeah. And didn't you say for yourself having something, having someone inside blank might be a massive advantage? <laughs> Having someone inside blank might be a massive <laughs> advantage. Yeah, I'll say. Um, St. Oswald's home for old witches and wizards, Hogwarts, the school, the Ministry of Magic. You say yourself, I don't know what this is referring to. Someone inside blank might be a massive advantage. <laughs> um... Hmm. Ministry, but I don't know what the context would be, right? Someone inside blank. I'm leaning <clears throat> towards the school because it feels colloquial, you know? Mm-hmm. Didn't you say yourself having someone inside the school? You know, like it like that that seems more Oh, is this a scene where she kind of pops out from behind the tapestry? think so but how would be how would someone being inside the school be helpful because they are already in the school mm, that's someone a good to help inside the school but help with what i don't remember the plot oh, of this the ministry of magic is this when she's joining them on the mat on the ministry heist maybe it's like a polyjuice thing like oh you yeah need someone hmm Okay, I would say either the school or the Ministry of Magic. Inside, but why, how would that, how would either of those things help them? Do what? I don't know who she's talking to here is the thing. Like, we've been going mostly in order so far, but like, is this her talking to Voldemort at the end or who she thinks is Voldemort at the end? Didn't you say yourself, hey, someone inside? They don't talk plans in that scene, do they? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, who did they polyjuice into? Harry that... and Ron and Hermione. Oh wait, is this her still talking to Amos? And she's like, "Didn't you say yourself having someone inside the school might be a mass like, like for as part of his?" Oh, 
revenge plan it's or whatever. It's gotta be school. It's the only one that makes sense. The school. The school. I'm gonna choose the school. No, it was Hogwarts. It was actually oh. Hogwarts. Fuck. So we were right about the location, Bullshit. but not the fuck. Okay. Bullshit. Well, that's a bad line. Stop saying the proper names of everything all the time. How about that? <laughs> that's right. Mr. Jack Thorne. You don't gotta say Hogwarts every time. We know it's Hogwarts already. The mysterious Delphi Diggory... Oh, whoops. I scrolled up too high. Uh, uh, consider us warned. It doesn't taste of blank. Actually, it tastes quite pleasant. Yum. Yum. Uh, the options are bogeys, fish, much, and cabbage. It's I want to say it's bogeys because it's like uh, that play was so full of like, hey, do you remember this line from Harry Potter? So it's yeah. like a throwback from when they the say that bogeys. in yeah. yeah something. Yeah. Bogeys. Doesn't taste of bogeys. No, we're wrong. It was fish. Fuck. Oh, now, now what's wrong now? with tasting like fish? Yeah, fish, fish tastes like fish. Fish is a normal thing for things to taste like. That's fine. Uh, we just read this one. <laughs> I was blank and then something clicked and it will for you too. Dreadful, nervous, rubbish or scared. I want to go with rubbish just because it's. I was rubbish. We're just going to choose all the Britishisms. Yep. <laughs> Boogies, rubbish. I was blank, scared. I was scared. This is like she, she's she's pep it's... talking one of them, right? Yeah, but it wasn't. The... I think it's the scene where they're like, uh, she's helping Albus do magic. Oh, you're right. I was. It would be. It's dreadful. It's got to be dreadful, right? Yeah. Or rubbish. Dreadful it's or rubbish. Dreadful or rubbish. I don't know which. Oh fuck! I'm I think say, dreadful sounds worse, but dreadful sounds worse. But I think we've gotten in trouble twice picking the Britishest sounding one. Mm, you know, mm -hmm. so let's try dreadful. I think that's my vote. Okay. Ah, oh. fuck! It was rubbish. You, your instincts <laughs> were right. Fuck. All right. Of course I'm sticking around. We're blank, aren't we? Uh, buddies, in this together, a team or friend. This is such a fucking mean version of this quiz. <laughs> They're not like writing fake Dobby lines. They're just like swapping out a few synonyms here. That's terrible. That's no way to write a quiz. Of course I'm sticking around. We're blank, aren't we? A buddies, team, aren't we? We're a team. We're friends. We're in this together. I think it's team. I don't know. I have a nothing team? to back that up. But We're a team, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It's Damn friends. It. It's friends. Oh, dear. It's doomed. We're not. We're not. We're not Delphi experts. This is Fuck. terrible. I. I. Hmm, this is just a mean quiz. In fact, technically, I'm endangering our entire operation, which is not. Well, I'm not a natural blank, as you know. Adventurer, risk taker, daredevil, or leader? Leader. Leader. I'm not a natural leader. No! What? Risk taker? I'm not a natural risk taker, as you know. That's... This is just written badly. I'm taking natural everything back. I'm taking everything back that I said <laughs> good about this play. It's just poorly written. None of these lines work. A natural risk taker. No one says that. I don't advertise the fact. I prefer not to be seen as blank, you know? 
uh, a failure, a tragic case, a loser, an imbecile. A tragic, tragic case. case. Yeah. Okay, thank God we got that one right. That's the only <laughs> one that works there. It reminds me that the future is blank. Whatever I want it to be, mine for the taking, mine to make, or still to be this decided. God damn it. Mine um, for the taking, I feel, feels What were villainous. the first two? Whatever I want it to be, or mine for the taking. Mine for the taking, I think. Mine for the taking, it's evil sounding. She's so cool. No! It's mine to make. This place sucks. This, this place sucks. sucks. Mine for the taking, because she's taking it. She's taking charge. It sounds more evil. Yeah. Mine to make? Mine to making, make what? My, making sounds nice. This is fucked. This is fucked. Uh, four out of ten. Wait, hold on. A pretty mediocre performance. We wouldn't be giving this attempt a five-star review. <gasps> well, okay. Uh... Rude, first of all. But also, we... Weird to do like a play related like like pun on here like play on words like I if I was running the branding for Wizarding World I would I would say I would say you cannot say a pretty mediocre performance with a picture of the cursed child above it you yeah can't. that's uh, oops <laughs> also like aren't these like branded stuff they're so nice right like oh cursed child amateur sounds like you need to read the play again haha yeah. Like a link to the shop to buy it or whatever. Right. Uh, instead, it's just a, no, you suck. Boo. Rude. That's so rude. They're being rude to us. Fuck. Well, I don't have any high hopes about the Queenie Goldstein quiz, but let's give this one a shot. Huh? Oh, we got to do that one. A talented Legilimens, excellent strudel maker, and a witch who was what? unafraid to dream. What? These are just some of the ways you could describe Queenie Goldstein. <laughs> One could. <laughs> but how well do you remember what she had to say for herself? Take our quiz and see. Blank. You brought men home? <laughs> <laughs> the option. <laughs> Blank. You brought men home? <laughs> <laughs> These movies are so good. <laughs> Blank, you brought men home. Okay, the options are teeny, Tina, teens, or tiny. <laughs> uh, I'd remember if it was tiny. <laughs> brought tiny men home. <laughs> I mean, it has to be teeny. It's teeny, right? She's annoying. Brought some teeny men home. <laughs> you brought some teeny men home. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with teeny. Teeny. Correct. Oh, I got scared for a second because it was in yellow mm. when it said correct, but I guess that's because she's a Hufflepuff or whatever. Oh, wait, no, she went to the other school. Yeah. But, okay. Phew. Oh, you slay me. I ain't never really talked to a blank before. Uh, Magizoologist, Nomad, Brit, or Baker? <laughs> I don't think it's Baker. No. Nomage? It's gotta be no, because this is when she's talking to Jacob. Because she's instantly like, ooh, this guy. This guy's got it going on. Yeah. I never really talked to a Nomage before. <laughs> got a, a 
I could do it in a in a queen. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> this is gonna be good. I can't. I need to go higher for the queenie voice. Late, la- ladies, things. Ladies, things. Ladies, thing. Yeah. Uh, nomage or Brit. Those are like the two it's things. It's nomage, right? Nomage, correct. It's just in here. Oh, blank. If you can just wait a moment. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Uh, rabbits, flobber worms, galloping gargoyles, or fiddlesticks. Oh. I don't remember this line. Can you believe oh. it? Oh, yeah. You mean you can't remember all of Queenie's iconic lines where she <laughs> was slaying and it was everything? Right, yeah. Um, none of those sound right to me. Yeah, these all sound terrible. Oh, fiddlesticks. That's just like a normal curse, though. Oh, flobber worms. That doesn't sound right. It wouldn't be that. I don't know why. Oh, galloping gargoyles. That's too long. That's cl- I think that it could be that stupid. It could be galloping gargoyles. It's got to be... Rabbits is just right out. That's, oh, rabbits? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Galloping gargoyles is really long, but it's mouthy enough that... I, it's it's like Harry Potter branding enough, you know? That yeah, maybe that's, that's how they talk in those movies. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah, or fiddlesticks, because that's just an F-word replacement, right? Like, it's got to be one of those. Um, it could be either. Should we pick the Harry Potter-ish sounding choice? Should we go yeah, with Galloping let's, Gargoyles? let's pick the fun one. It's rabbits! It is rabbits! Oh my god, oh rabbits! <laughs> you could just wait here one moment. Okay. Huh, okay. The iconic line, how could we forget? But we made them blank, dot, dot, dot. That's it? Yeah. Uh, the options are banoffee pie, dinner, strudel, or cocoa. Um, it's... Is it cocoa because they aren't getting kicked out for the night, maybe? Or is it yes. strudel because we got that clue from the quiz description? Is it cocoa? Is it cause, well, because they have strudel for dinner. Um... And then don't don't they all get sucked into the case, and then and then Newt is like we have to go find the floopa dupe or whatever. Yeah, but I think and she's they... like, but we made him Coco. Yeah, something like that. Coco. Put in Coco. Correct, Coco. Okay. okay. Wow, I'm so shocked that I remember a detail that minor. Yep. Your grandfather kept blank mine-bred owls. I used to love feeding them. Doves, pigeons, budgies, or parrots? Doves, pigeons, budgies, or parrots? Your grandfather kept budgies? This is this sounds like another talking to Jacob scene, right? Like, yeah, pigeons. Be like, pigeons kept pigeons. Know. Yeah, I have no Doves, recollection of this. Budgies. Budgies, parrots, yeah. This is a t- this is just different birds. This like, is a ra- this is random. <laughs> Your grandfather kept. I'm just trying. I'm I'm going into my mind palace and thinking about like her. You know, she's she's got like the towny accent, right? And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Budgies sounds funny in like a Harley Quinn voice. Yeah, um, it does. But I don't know if I don't know if 
JK Rowling was really going for like that, you know. <laughs> she I doesn't don't know write what JK Rowling fun. was going for. Yeah. Your grandfather kept blank. Doves kept doves? Pigeons? I want it to be pigeons only because it's like owls deliver mail and pigeons oh. can deliver mail. Yes. Or could. Yes. Um, yes. I just like the parallel there, but mm-hmm. it is probably meaningless. That's a good parallel that I'm not sure J.K. Rowling ever could say. Well, you know, if, but it's the only one that Budgies, I'm only saying because it has like the sing song tone to yep, it. Yep, I totally see that as well. But but Pigeons, you're right, makes sense because if I'm having a conversation about how like wizard male works and he's a nomad, right? Like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm going to vote pigeons. Pigeons. Correct. You're Ooh. spot on. All right. All right. <laughs> Six shots of blank and a lobe blaster, please. Noise. <laughs> Giggle water, oak matured mead, butter beer, and fire whiskey. Midori. <laughs> Wait, how much? how much are they getting? Six shots. Wow. For who? It's just uh, for her. She's just getting six shots of Midori. <laughs> just just for that, her. That would be so but if 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 Queenie walked into that speakeasy in that scene and just orders six shots for herself and down them, <laughs> way cooler character. Now we've got a character. Yeah, oh my god. Um just going all the fuck out. Uh it's okay, this is a maybe a stretch but is it giggle water because it's when assuming it's when they're in the speakeasy and they're and i don't remember anything she says there but jacob does have that exchange with the bartender about giggle water right yeah i think it's giggle water because that's just like the the thing of that scene right yeah yeah yes and we are correct all right i know i'm sorry i can't help it people are easiest to read when they are blank and the answers are distressed, confused, hurting, or angry. It's got to be hurting because it's so, like, saccharine, right? Yeah. I just, like, this is just me bitching about quiz design here. Okay. But the, these can't just all be synonyms. You've got to, like, put some different options here. It's got to be, you've got to, like, fake people out with, like, what the scene is, right? Like, people are easiest to read when they're horny hungry confused sad happy <laughs> like like you gotta you gotta yeah. cover the spread here right yeah like hurting i think correct yeah i see i don't remember it at all but you know yeah i just it's, know it's yeah. just the the most nauseating of the options <laughs> Of course, blank. It's only the best wizarding school in the whole world. Oh, Ilvermorny. I'm not, <laughs> not even reading the other options here. We know this one. It's Ilvermorny. Correct. All right. Yeah, you knew it was in blank. Here, I brought it for you. Witch Weekly, Spellbound, Magical Society Monthly, or Modern Witch? No idea what this would be. Yeah. Witch Weekly is an English magazine in this universe. True. Spellbound. Magical Society Monthly is a real mouthful. Modern Witch sounds like it's something she'd, you know, like a Cosmopolitan magazine she'd be reading, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Spellbound, though. That's also like a... What found what in it? 
Do you remember that at all? Or what the scene could be? Yeah, you, Newt. It was in blank. Here, I brought it for you. Oh, was this because they find out that Tina finds out that he's like, or was engaged, right? Because of. Yeah, but why would she be giving something to him about his own? Isn't that how the movie, I think we're in the second movie now. Oh, isn't this how they, isn't this why she comes to London because she's worried about him or something? And he's like, why? And he's like, and she's like, oh, there was something crazy in the newspaper. Oh. About you, maybe, or in the tabloids. Perhaps. About him getting engaged or something. Is that? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Engaged to Letta, and then that's why Tina's mad at him, and he's like, no, that's, a- why do I remember this? Why the fuck do I remember this plot of Crimes of Grindelwald? <laughs> Uh, Grindelwald. Uh, yeah, because that's why, because because the whole movie, the whole conflict between Newt and Tina is because she read something in a tabloid about him, and he can't tell her that it's wrong. J.K. Rowling can't stop t- writing about tabloids. I know. <laughs> this is also in Gobbled of Fire too. Oh my god! Uh, uh, read me the the books again. Which Weekly, Spellbound, Magical Society Monthly, or The Modern Witch? It might be Spellbound. Spellbound, yeah. Mm. Spellbound is a good name for a tabloid, but Modern Witch sounds also pretty good. We gotta consider that this is this is J.K. Rowling trying to write what sounds like an American women's tabloid title, right? Yeah, I could see either one. I, I will say that, like, Modern Witch sounds more obviously like a publication. Mm-hmm. So that might just read better on in a film. But I don't know. It could be either one. Uh, Let's do Modern Witch. I feel like that's where we're, our instinct witch. is taking us. You were your first instinct was right. It was spellbound. Damn. Damn. Teeny read that and she started dating someone else. He's an Auror. His name's blank. Oh, fuck me. These Arthur, movies are so bad. Arthur Tipton, Archimedes Trout, Archibald Tuppence, and Achilles Tolivier. Ah, her Achilles heel. Fuck. Archibald Tuppence. (laughs) Archibald Tuppence? (laughs) Oh my god. It's... Uh, Okay, so this... Okay, so so Archimedes Trout, that's that's not... That doesn't sound like Harry Potter naming conventions. Archibald Tuppence is funny, but maybe a little too funny. Arthur Tipton or Achilles... Oh, Tolliver... I want to say that Arthur has to be out because yeah. why would like you can't have two characters like it's like oh Arthur Weasley yeah we've got two Arthurs and she's gotten in trouble for that before for um I think you're okay so this is the movie that has Theseus yeah so Achilles seems right to me <laughs> what is Achilles' last name Tolliver I thought it was Tolivier but it's Tolliver Tolliver Achilles Tolliver. Is it? Is he Newt's Achilles heel? 
Yeah, see, yeah, see, that's that's what I'm thinking. We've got she was on a Greek names kick on this one. Yeah, okay, let's go for that one. Correct. <laughs> View results. We scored eight out of ten. We are we love Queenie. <laughs> We're the Queenie experts. I'm so sad that the ladies' things line wasn't in there. That yeah. is the iconic Queenie Come line on. to me. Did we that's... make that up? I'm like, <laughs> no, that's. So... Ladies things. I have a clip of that saved okay, on okay. my computer because it's so fucking funny. It's when <laughs> yeah, it's when she goes to the Macusa headquarters or whatever and that guy tries to see what's in her suitcase in customs or whatever. Ladies things. Ladies things. Uh results. We we are the quiz queenies. Uh it says. What a score. Is that you, Tina? Because you clearly know your queenie stuff. Never felt so insulted in my life. <laughs> Fuck. I like Delphini so much more than Queenie. But yeah, I thought we were Delphi fans. I know. This is this is really, really making me question my whole life here. Alright, let's see what other let's see one more. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we've got another complete the quote Cedric Diggory edition. We've got complete the quote Ghosts of Hogwarts edition. Uh, we've got the Scorpius Malfoy complete the quote. Um, the Harry and Ginny quiz. <laughs> I don't know Ron, what that means. Yeah, the Ron and Hermione quiz. Okay, these must be from their Valentine's Day posts last year. Uh... And there's another, there's a, there's one called just the Queenie quiz. That's not like a quote. Uh, and then we've got complete the quote, Percy Weasley. What, what are you thinking? Huh? Um, I'm honestly a little curious, Ooh. but, hmm. Sorry. Just one more leaping out at me yeah. here. Complete the quote, Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh, that one easily. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. It's okay. been a long time since we've read the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Gilderoy Lockhart, the five-time winner of Witch Weekly's Most Charming Smile Award, certainly has a lot to say for himself. Can you remember his most memorable musings? Take our quiz and find out. I am delighted to report that the title of the quiz is misspelled in this header image. No way. Lockhart. <laughs> the Gilderoy Lockhart. I love quiz. the Gilderoy Lockhart. My favorite character. <laughs> All right, number one. Let me just say that handing out signed pictures at this stage of your career isn't sensible. Looks a tad blank. Foolish, big-headed, arrogant, silly. Big-headed. Big-headed, I'm pretty sure. That's right. Easy. Easy. Tut-tut. Hardly any of you remembered that my favorite color is lilac. Lavender. Lilac. Lila, I'm you. Are you not? Are you? Are your ears? I mean, I was not, close. I was lavender. I, I I couldn't even read blank there because this is such a um Jim Dale echoing my brain thing. Mm. <laughs> the options here are mauve, aquamarine, sage green, and lilac. Okay, okay. Uh, but, Lavender's but, but, close. Lavender is close, but 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 the the something lilac. something I shiver up my spine reading this and realizing that I knew this from powerful from, from the gym tale 
audiobook. Lilac. Correct. Wonderful. I remember something very similar happening in blank. A series of attacks. The full story is in my autobiography. Uh, the options are Accra, Ugadogo, Yanode, and Yamasokro. These are all places in Africa, I believe. <sighs> I want to say it's Ogadogo. Accra, maybe? The other ones have accents on them, and I don't remember an accent ever appearing in Harry Potter, as weird as that sounds. Now I'm trying to go into my Jim Dale memories, mm -hmm. but it's not coming up for me. No idea. We're just going to have to pick one. something happening. I agree with you about the accent marks, though. Yeah, I, I I feel like I would remember accent marks appearing in Harry Potter for some reason. That, that's such an insane thing for me to latch on to. But... <laughs> okay, yes, it is. It is. Ogodogo. Now, Professor, Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little blank to train you all up. Uh, the Famous Faces Club, the Dueling Club, we know it's that. But oh, let's... come on. Yeah, the Junior Lockhart's Club or the Budding Authors Club. I wish it was the Junior Lockhart's Club. Yeah, or the Budding Authors Club. Yeah. Getting a writing lesson from Gilderoy Lockhart, that sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. But we know it's, of course, the Dueling Club. Happy Valentine's Day, and may I thank the blank people who have sent me cards so far. Ooh, this is going to be tough. Yeah. We're going to have to enter our Jim Dale memories really mm -hmm. carefully for this one. 27, 33, 58, or 46. The numbers ones are not... Now, would this one help if I read it in Dobby voice? Absolutely. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, <laughs> and may I thank the... 27 people <laughs> who have so far sent me cards. <laughs> oh. 47. Oh. Four. That was not an option. That was not an option. <laughs> Is there a 40 something? Uh, yeah, 27, 33, 58, and 46. 46 people. I hope that doesn't sound right to me. Happy Valentine's Day, and may I thank the 46 the... people? There's just not that many people at Hogwarts. I... <sighs> okay, you know what? So last, last week, this served us well, I think, almost. Comedy writing rules here. Yep. Six has the K sound. That's funny. 46 F sound. Also funny. 46. I think it's 46. 46. I think the 46 people who have so far sent me cards. It's too many. That's a lot of people, but like, that's... See, yeah, 58 is where I go, that's too many. 46 mm. is like a lot, but like, it's a funny number. What are our medium numbers? 33 and 27. Ugh. <sighs> God damn it. 46. It's just, it has that, it has that funny rhythm to it. Yeah, but 20. Twin, oh, that's true. 27. 27 people. 27 people. 27 people who sent me cards. See, 27 but people. I guess the question here is, is he talking to just the 
people in the class or is he talking to broadly like the world like 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 27 people have already sent me cards you know he's just like because he's showing off right like he's yeah so then that seems kind of low because he's yes. a best-selling author R- exactly which is why i'm leaning to 58 or 46 because if, if he's just, it's not, it's not him people. saying to the class, all of you have given me this many. It's like, this is how many I've gotten so far today from everywhere. Thank you to the 46 people. Yeah. 46. It's just a funny. 46. It's a funny number. It's not the funny number, but it's a funny number. 46. 58. 58 just doesn't have the same friend. I'm entire. This is entirely tea leaf reading here, right? I'm just pure vibes here. Thank you to the 58 people who've sent me cards. 27. <laughs> I'm trying to access my Jim Dale memory on this one, and I can't. I feel Everyone like we just gotta go with your gut. Going insane. My gut choice here is 46 46 46 saying it 46 okay i feel so relieved (laughs) correct it was 46 whoa that was 46 people who sent me cards all right 46 death threats a day at home (laughs) Dobby, dobby gets 46 death threats per day at home I am not forgotten, you know. No, I still receive a great deal of fan mail, dot, dot, dot. Blank writes weekly. I just wish I knew why. Oh, this is from Sad Gilderoy. Yeah. yeah. Ethel Evans, Mildred Mabbitt. Oh, this is another fucking name-guessing one. Uh, Doris Dubois or Gladys Gudgeon. <laughs> that sounds like a Harry Potter name to me. Gladys Gudgeon. I just, I feel like I would remember, and I just don't. None of these sound familiar to me. Gladys Gudgeon. Gladys Gudgeon sounds like such a Harry Potter name, but also it sounds like a Harry Potter name that appeared somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like a, like a trick question. Like a fake Harry Potter name to me. Yeah. Like it's trying too hard. It's trying too hard to be a Harry Potter. Yeah. It sounds like, hmm. Chudley Cannon a little bit, Gladys Gudgeon, mm-hmm. Evans, Mildred, Mildred Mabbitt, that's right out. That's not a Harry Potter name. Doris Dubois, Gladys Gudgeon. What was the other one? Uh, Ethel Evans. Ethel Evans. She related to Lily, Lily. Evans? Oh, see that? Mm, we got to strike. Okay, so it's not Ethel Evans because it's spelled the same way. So that seems like a no-no. Wait, but isn't is that not the name she got in trouble for? Oh. Or was it a different Evans? Oh, that's a really good point cuz she did early on, wasn't it? Yeah. But it would have been Evans. in an earlier book, I think. But who would the other Evans have been? Oh, right. it probably was like a like a sorting hat thing. So so and so Evans. And so that means that this Evans would be out because this is like yes. book six or whatever. This, yeah, this is when they see him in in book five or six or whatever, right? Yeah. When, so yeah. not that. Gladys Gudgeon. Gladys Gudgeon sounds right to me, but purely based on it's the most plausible Harry Potter name here, I think. What are the other two? Doris Dubois and Mildred Mabbitt. 
Mildred Mabbit. Uh. We've got another Mildred, don't we? Already? Do we? I, there's a Mildred in Harry Potter, isn't there? Or am I thinking of... Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm... Let's go Gladys. Gladys Gudgeon. This is another one where I'm just like, I don't know. Pure vibes only on this mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. But it is Gladys Gudgeon. Hell yes. Fuck yes. All right. Am I a professor? Goodness. I expect I was blank, wasn't I? Uh, terrible, brilliant, fantastic, or hopeless? I think it's, like, not what you would expect. So I think it's terrible or hopeless. Yeah. Hopeless? Hopeless sounds right to me. It's a very British phrase. Oh, I was hopeless, right? Yeah. Yes, hopeless. Woo. Nice. Swish. But Miss Hermione Granger knew my secret ambition is to rid the world of evil and market my own range of blank. Good girl. Uh, self-painting portraits, hair care potions, luxury robes, and skin care potions. Hair care potions? That sounds right. Hair care. Because he, he has quite a quaff. Yeah. Yeah. That's just... Yeah. It could be that or skincare. I feel like it's one of the two. I've uh well I accidentally already clicked. Um, okay. But we were right. It was hair care. Oh, potions. great. Great. <laughs> my my only I was literally I was just like idly clicking around the screen and yeah. got that one. I was like this close to saying, no, it can't be hair care potions because Harry's family did that. That's like the Potter family thing, right? Mm. Is they did the hair care mm-hmm. potion, but 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 that was lore that came years later so yeah um okay homework compose a poem about my defeat of the wagga wagga werewolf signed copies of blank to the author of the best one. Oh, this is this is because these are all real titles of his holidays with hags gadding with ghouls magical me or break with a banshee <sighs> Yeah, because they all sound familiar because they are all books of his. Those are all gotta, real books. It's got to be Magical Me because it was like in his first class and it seems to like hit home how conceited he is, right? Yeah. So it's and it's got to be his autobiography. And isn't that the book that he's promoting yeah. at the time that this book, that, 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 Harry, that Chamber of Secrets take place? I think so. They're at the signing. In Diagon Alley for Magical Me, I think. And I think his other books are listed just, like, as the book list, right? They're right. like, oh, you need all of these, and yes. then it lists them out. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Magical Me. Correct. Wahoo! All right, and finally, yes, but that can sometimes happen. But the point is, the bones are no longer blank. That's the thing to bear in mind. We know what Broken. this is. Broken. Correct. One hundred percent. We got it. Who knew? Uh, Roy Lockhart was our favorite character. <laughs> it turns out when the character is like well written. God, this depresses me. <laughs> there yeah. is a version of this of the story of this world where Gilderoy Lockhart is just like. It's it's, you know, fuck. He's a fun character. He's a really fun character in a not great book by a very bad author. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 10 out of 10. Result, Raven Clossum. Ugh. Ugh. That's, that's more impressive than winning which weekly is most charming smile award. Well, there you go. There you have it. We did it. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, diabolical fucking quizzes, honestly. Even the Gil- Gilroy Lockhart one. 
switching out, putting the one that was all real books that he wrote there. Nasty. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, shall we take it to the close? Yeah, let's do it. Our theme song is Hot McGonagall by Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks to them, as always, for using that as our theme song. You can find them on, on Bandcamp, and you can find us at patreon.com slash streetcast. And Liz, what are we reading next week? We are both reading a chapter called Port Angeles, and I think that mine is chapter nine, and I think yours is maybe chapter eight. Yes, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. I hope that Edward gets to do do something this week. God, me too. <laughs> All right. Well, regardless of how excited you are for more Edward content, please read another book. Please read another book. But there's a lady here that makes ocean roll seem tame. But I know what you're after if you catch a eye. Because this hot mama... It's just a cat in disguise.